What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Ghost Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known from Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain wake up show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast. You're on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF, every woman's fantasy, the whole effing show. Not only that, the black Moses of this, the undebatable, the unbinder, king of the unfixes bind, LLC, not only that, the Morpheus of the mating matrix, none other than the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, CGAC God Allah, the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We back in here, and it is Friday. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It's Friday. What's up for the weekend? I hope you guys got a good weekend planned. I hope it's safe, and I hope you wear your condoms, or at least you know the woman that you're going to roll the dice on today, this weekend. And I hope you are safe, drinking responsibly, not participating in recreational drugs. And I hope you don't be caught in public with an overweight woman. You know what I mean? There ain't nothing worse than that. Don't be caught in public with an overweight woman on the weekend, man. Not the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. And if you just can't have handle all of that, stay solo dolo. All right, we're here to have fun, though. We got a great subject matter. Who has the lowest standards in the mating marketplace? Uh-oh. Some people are going to. Some people are going to get some feelings hurt here. And some people are trying to going to try to cope. And it's going to be a mess today. It's going to be a mess. Feelings going to be hurt. We're also going to talk about dating standards on the women's side, too. So don't, don't be mad. We're talking about standards across the board. And we're going to talk about, we're going to use some videos, some evidence, some people caught red-handed. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? The nasty boys in the building. Yeah, we got that. We also got straggling Sniggle Theater. We got a little bit of Doom and Gloom CGA. And then we do have a couple of other segments in between all of those. But without further ado, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, PayPal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new CGA channel, and let's get the show going with the earlier contributors. How about we do that? And it's our brother, it's our brother Albert Wesker up. He beat Mr. Albert, but he says, Albert Wesker says, already know Dusty Ninja's is the number one in the lowest standards. Uh, <laughs> we'll have you vote for it. We'll have you vote for it today. Let's see if you feel the same way. Do ninjas have the lowest standards in dating? And the poll question is up uh, um, in front of you. And we'll do a little bit of scientific research on this. Uh, but, um, you know, it says, what is the question? What is the question? The question says, are or were looks amongst the, it should say amongst, are or were looks among the top two most important qualities in choosing a mate. So that means when you're looking for a mate, when you're looking a cold approach, when you're looking to settle down, and were. Because I know a lot of them just like, I'm not looking for a mate. Mm. You know, they still in that, you know, kind of, they still want to give me the uh, the basic can response 
for a red pill rager, right? They're like, I'm raging. I'm not choosing mates. I don't even look at women. I ignore them. You know, all of that shit. You know, I, I get it. I understand. You know, I'm just saying that's why I still wanted you to vote. I put were. Were. When you were looking for one, I'm sure you were at one particular point. How do you ignore women, though? You know what I mean? But uh, anyway, <laughs> so is it? And right now, we have 81%, roughly between 81 and 84% of men or women, women, women who watch this show, you can vote too. And the ugly women who you can vote too, ugly women too, because you guys have standards as well. Uh, you can vote as well. When you're choosing a mate, our looks amongst the top two. Yeah, we got to talk about that. And right now, the yes is winning like crazy. The yes, yes are amongst the top two qualities. Now, women be lying, though. No, I look for humor. I look for a sense of purpose, ambition. I look to see if he likes his mother. I look to see if he clears his earwax out. I look to see if he cuffs his pants or not. I look to see, you know, they be out here. Then as soon as you see them, oh, I can't find a suitable mate. You can't find a man with a sense of humor that loves his mother. Interesting. I know a lot of men like that. I can't find them. Okay, let me help you. Perhaps, uh, you know, what else are you looking for? What other qualities? He must be black, muscular, and over 5'10". Is that so hard? I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up for a second. You said, you said, Amongst you said you said he would have to love his mother and the sense of humor. I got a lot of those brothers over here, but now he has to be black ripped and uh, over five ten. Now you throwing in shit that's obviously <laughs> mm. all right. All right. I actually um somebody says women don't really care about physical attributes like we do. That's that's a misnomer. I don't think I don't agree with that. That's not true. That's not true at all. Now, if they find somebody close to that, I don't think that's true. They they really do care about, I mean, inherently in the game of evolution, survival of the fittest, physical attributes of the male is highly important. Highly important. All right. But they be putting on extra subject matter. So they'll put as to not seem shallow. As to not seem shallow. They'll say physical attributes aren't the top two or three. But then when you whittle it down, and you discuss why it's hard for them to find a mate, then you'll see that physical attributes are in there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, some ninjas just want something to poke on. All right. And that's what it is. I think most men, I'm getting ahead of myself. Shout out to Martin. Martin says, in the spirit of Halloween, take one of the stories you have reported on and then tell it from a form of a horror story this way. While roasting marshmallows around the cap outdoor campfire, I'll get spooked. I try to think of a story that, a, a scary story that I've had with women. Yeah. I had this gordita I was messing with, and she was very clingy. All right. She almost, yeah, she was a mess. She was cl- scary clingy. Like she was trying to rush me down the aisle, and she was rushing me settle down. She got an accident settlement, and she was like, I got an accident settlement. I'm going to buy a house. You'll be taken care of. No need. You know, because these type of women, they'll take care of a ninja. They'll take care of a ninja, and this is how men get comfortable and get caught with a low-standard woman. Now, again, I'm not trying to salami police, 
But those women are like, don't worry about it, baby. I got you. I'll take care of you. Don't worry. And then just be like, all right, this is an easy thing, you know, because, you know, some men have to deal with the system out there, institutional racism. They already on child support. Then they find a woman and say, don't worry, I'll pay your child support. I'll move you into my house. You won't have to worry about nothing. You could just work your bummy ass job at Circuit City. They be taking care of you, man. It's scary. I've had women press me like that. I've had women press me like that. And I'm like, this don't seem right in my, you know, this don't seem right. And it would have been the worst decision of my life. Shout out to Daniel McGee. He says, at my job, tuning in, ready to sniggle. Free agent lifestyle for life. We do it for life. Shout out to Lionheart, says Coach Gayang. Coach, can you remind us again about all of the good things that women bring to the table? I hope your mic works. I'll have to fit that into today's show. Delta Fox, here's some coffee or watered-down beer at the Raiders game. Coors Light. Well, I shouldn't have said their brand name. Coors Light be tasting like water. I'm like, what is this? Is this actually beer? Hawkeye cry. How can the RP help me in my romantic relationship? Shout out to you. And as I say, man, I don't listen. There are a lot of men that want to pursue a relationship that are in relationships that we have people who that are married watching my show. The RP can help men in romantic relationships. What you're going to figure out is normally, uh, you're going to see through bullshit quicker. That's all. You're going to see through bullshit quicker. In most cases, if you don't have what we call the RP, you'll give um, you'll give the woman exceptions, right? You'll you'll make exceptions. You'll see her walk into a step into a polish it like they normally do. And then you'll do things like then she'll make an excuse. She'll cry. She'll manipulate. She'll give you certain tropes. And you'll go for it, and you'll be like, well, maybe that's true. Maybe she is depressed. Okay, maybe I wasn't pulling my weight. Maybe she just wants to go let her hair down at girls' nights out, and I'm insecure. Maybe it is the fact that she's emotional this week. Maybe she's still healing from past traumas, and I need to go to therapy with her. See, you'll automatically disqualify that shit. You'll be like, look, bitch. You're like, let me tell you something right here. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah. I, and, I, and I suggest you guys do not put up with any shit from these women. So if you decide to get into a romantic relationship with one, the first thing you best do is to, yeah, because you're going to know inherently. Because women have what they call intuition. They think they have good intuition, but they have horrible intuition. This is why there's so many single mothers out here. If women's intuition was true, there wouldn't be this amount of single mothers. But that's neither here nor there. But you have an intuition. You have a funny feeling in your belly. You get butterflies. What you'll do is once you overcome that mature, because there's a lot of young men watching me under 30, you guys got to stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm not saying this because this doesn't mean you, because when you do this, they're going to say you hate women and you hate your mother and your mother's black. What they're doing is basically throwing a temper tantrum. That's all. They're throwing a temper tantrum. They're trying to manipulate you through tears, through uh, sign language, as Kevin Samuels used to say. All right. They're trying to just get you to the point where, where they're not held accountable and you back off. 
All right. And police officers have to deal with this. People, uh, judges have to deal with this. Okay. The whole society, co-workers have to deal with this. Family members have to deal with this. Now, this is why the RP helps with women. You just basically call in a bluff. Okay. Just call their bluff. And also we teach the RP to not have, um, to, to have an abundance mindset. Right. Just be like, look, women are replaceable. You're super duper replaceable. Bitch, if you don't want to cooperate, keep it moving. But normally if men are afraid. Men are afraid to call women's bluffs as if they are honest people. I don't I don't find them to be honest. I find them to be incredibly dishonest. But in our world, in the matrix, they're supposed to be the most honest, forthright, best communicators. And not only that, the most trustworthy and have the high moral compass, the moral high ground. All of those things are false, and I'm here to teach you that. It's false. Now, it doesn't mean I don't like them, but all of those things are inherently false. I mean, through the history of the world, those are those are absolutely false. I mean, just everything about it is false. But I think that I'm not saying men are that in exchange for women. I'm saying what we do is pedestalize women and make them the moral authority, make them the good guys, we're the villain, make them the, the righteous, make them the good decision maker, make them the responsible and these are all false so that when the woman comes into my life and she tries to leverage that matrix bullshit on me, I'll be like, okay, listen, we ain't playing that game. You're going to be held accountable. I'm going to be held accountable. You want to play accountability game? And then they want to play it. Tell them to kick rocks. Okay. I ain't got no time for this shit. <laughs> I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'm calling your bluff. Go find another me. Good luck. <laughs> all right, good luck. Yeah, they're the most trustworthy. You can trust them. These are all inherently false. And that's how it can help you. All right, so just just listen. But it's going it's going to take you through and I'm going to give you another bit of advice. Men and women. You guys have to date 100 people. Okay? To find even a decent person. 100. Until you date 100, then you're probably going to settle at some particular point and there's a reason why both people settle. One person, either typically the female, is looking to get into a relationship faster, right? She wants to be type of in a relationship to tie down. And she'll hold on and work through some shit and let you get over on her and then try to make it work, try to get you there right to the finish line. Okay, I got this bitch, all right? I got up 75%. She ain't going to give up now. She's just going to drag you. And then men have a financial issue. Financially, you can't afford to date 100 women. Financially, you don't even got the resources or the time to even do this. It's quite frustrating task. But you need to go through, yep, you're tired of the games, you're tired of the bullshit, you, you don't want to deal with stuff, you get into easy commitment, you get comfortable, you can't afford it, you try not to spend money. So men just essentially sink into a lower standard relationship. And then eventually what happens? Here come the bullshit. Because you didn't vet, you didn't spend time, you didn't spend the money, now you're dealing with bullshit. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what, I in, inevitably think about some of the women I've met in the past year, two years, three years, five years. If I would have either one or A, stayed married, or B, settled for any of the women previous to the last five to ten years, if I would have settled for one of these women or stayed married, just think of all of the debauchery, the raunchy shit, the good times, the women who slobbed on my knob gracefully. I would have missed all of that, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I didn't. I had some fun out here. 
Boy, every woman ups the ante. And the women who don't, I get a, get rid of them. It's a fantastic thing, man. And freedom has a price. All right. I would have settled for some low-grade shit. And some that just said, and the STI. All right. Ninja's always talking about that STI shit. Ninja, you know how many wives have given their husbands STIs? I've all, you don't want to talk about that. And vice versa. And vice versa. And yes. It is what it is. All right. All of the fantastic, crazy things I've had women do to me, just out of pure enjoyment, I would have missed it. I would have been begging for my girlfriend or my wife. Can you put your mouth on my peen? Can you put it on there? Can you enjoy it? No. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, it's a good thing, man. The free agent lifestyle is crazy. All right. I still got to do these super chats. I'm going to do a couple more and get onto the show. MC Hamster says my standards are wide with pride. Indeed, <laughs> they are. All right, he like them wide-backed it. Twin A says, what's up for the weekend, gang? I'm good. He says, I'm going to wine and dine while fixing some binds. All right, all right, he's out here. All right, oh, all, all weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, indeed. <laughs> Steven Russell with the co-sponsorship. Yeah. He says, uh, he says tuition fees. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Stephen Russell in the building. And last one says, uh, this is AC says, forgive me, coach, for I have simped miss yesterday's stream because I took down a Kalisha. Needless to say, the post nut has been daunting. This chick had a lizard tat and her thong was sagging on her. Oh, just, that's disgusting. That sounds terrible. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah, post nut clarity is a thing, man. And we, uh, again, the RP will prevent you from dealing with this post nut clarity. Or when it hits, we can do things in a healthy way. I mean, this show encourages healthy relationships with yourself <laughs> and between you, if you're out here on the field, if you're out here, to, you know, my show is open to all forms of men, right? If you're a monk, a MGTOW, a red pill, a purple pill, if you're married, engaged, if you got a girl, if you're looking for a girl who's yours, all yours, I open my show to everybody. My content is available for everybody. I don't just be like, these guys, now players and Max and all these goofy ninjas, the show's for you too. All right, maybe you can swing the right way and mature and grow up. Yeah, maybe that can happen. All right, stop acting like you're 21 years old. All right. And no, sex doesn't mean having to. You're like, you'll be having sex with random women. Well, not random, but multiple. And that doesn't mean I'm immature, ninja. I'm going to be doing this at 80 and 90 if I'm alive. I'm going to still be doing this. Oh, yeah. All right, but uh, that doesn't mean you're immature. That makes you a human being. No, maturity means you have one woman to sleep with. Like, where does that say? Okay, hold on for a second. What book, what book that ain't full of bullshit says a man is mature because he selects one woman to sleep with? I'll wait. See, these are these goofy ass ideas that people come up with. Maturity means you select one woman to sleep with and you're immature if you don't. Like, where? Where does it say that? Where? 
Where does it say a man ultimately picks one and him is mature? There ain't nowhere that has no scientific, maybe the Bible, maybe where, what book, what feminist wrote that book? What goofy ass person? There ain't nobody that has that book <laughs> that suggests maturity meets one partner. Dude, listen, that ain't even historical. That's not even historical. No. It's crazy. It's out of, it's out of control. It's out of control. Uh, anyway, yeah, a woman inevitably wrote that book. And if it wasn't a woman, it was a black man raised by a woman who wrote that book. Mm. And in your age group. Yes. And she has to be in your age group. A sign of a mature man is a man that settles down with one woman in your age group. Mm. <laughs> Not even in the Bible it says no shit like that. And let me tell you. Let me tell you. People be coming up with these things, man, to try to get you to funnel into doing what they want to do. That's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah, some Tyler Perry shit. Like, come on, man. That does not mean mature. That just means you tired of, like, you know, you tired of stuff. Anyway. Anyway, let's get let's get into the day show, man. Did we already off the chain today? Doom and gloom CGA. All right, we got Doom and Gloom CGA. Let me see. I did skip the fact that it was Flat Back Friday. All right. But uh, we do have some Doom and Gloom out here. We're going to start with this sister out here. Uh, yes, people are in a bind out here. And we're going to start with this young lady right here. She's in a bind. She says, I need you guys help. Hep. All right, listen. I need you guys help. Yeah, man. Listen, it's getting cold out here. And it's starting to affect the lower middle class because she's definitely lower middle class. Let's see what she needs help with. All right, stretch marks all on her belly. I think she's pregnant. Hi, doll. So as you guys know, I've been homeless since July, and it's been hard trying to overcome it. So I want to ask you guys for some advice. There's some people in my comments who have been homeless. Let me know how did you overcome it and how long did it take? I'm currently in Atlanta, Georgia. If anyone has any housing vouchers or know where to get them, let me know. Hi, doll. So as you guys know, I've been homeless since July, and it's been hard trying to overcome it. So I want to ask you guys for some advice. There's some people in my comments who have been homeless. Let me know how did you overcome it and how long did it take? Oh, my humanity. All right. So let me start right here, gentlemen. This is where CGA says I told you so. People were trying to say these hoes winning. I mean, I hate to keep bringing it up, and I'm not trying to diss, but they're not. I told you they wouldn't win. I told you they wouldn't win. There's not enough resources. Ninja Joe Biden taking it all. Got that money printing going. Brrr, that money printing just brrr, pricing these bitches out. Not only that, you're in Atlanta, Georgia. If you're in any black community and you're this woman, you guys got to realize the numbers are severely against you, meaning that it's 10 to 1 black men. All right. It could be 20 to 1 black men to women. It could be 30 to 1. By the time you take out the reading rainbow, by the time you take out the transgender, by the time you take out the gangbangers, the ninjas in jail, the ninjas that get skitty pop pop, the gangbang, by the time you take them out, at the end of the story, when the dust clears or the dust settles, when the smoke clears, <laughs> it's like 25 to 1. Bitch, these ninjas ain't winning. 
These they not winning, fam. I mean, I'm just letting you know they're not going to win. Not like that. Now they're gonna have to be a concubine. They're gonna have to get on some sort of small limited resources. They're gonna have to get on some um, universal basic income, small rental vouchers. But they're gonna have to wait five years for they damn Section Eight to kick in. WIC EBT, but that's not gonna be a win. It's not gonna be a win because they're gonna have to wait. They're going to have to get in line, stand in long lines. They still get knocked up by pookies. Now, but the reason why I call this woman a middle class, even though she's homeless, because her hair is dead and her nails. So I don't know, man. This isn't like pure poverty here. So this is a woman that is on the lower class. She's on the lower class. And we call them pretty much just slightly above poverty is lower middle class. But she's pretty much about to hit poverty right now. But she has a choice. You can be a part of the concubine or harem. I wouldn't let her be in my harem. But this is what they're going to eventually have to do. They're going to have to decide. This is where they're going to do it, man. Lower middle class to poverty women. Then it's going to eventually encroach into middle class, which it already is. This is what the junior college is. And, guys, this is where it's going. Um, this is where it's going. So uh, buckle your seat belts out here. Tighten your belt. There's more to come in the next two or three years. Most people, if they, uh, I'm just letting you know, this is doom and gloom. Just let, most people will not recover from this at all, right? They're still struggling right now to understand, and they're making videos like this. Let me take you to the next one. There's a, here's another video. You have a young Generation Z millennial woman, and then you're going to be followed by a boomer that gets another double dose of reality. So the boomer is going to go up and follow up on this video. And uh, let's see, it says right here, how do people, how many more videos do people have to make like this? I told you the barbarian was at the gate. Kevin told you winter was coming. And it's here, Ninja. The barbarian is through the gate. And I told you the barbarians, I said shit in 2019, I said the barbarian is at the gate. It's only a matter of time. Here we are. How do people manage to enjoy life while working full time? She says 40 hour work week. Makes $2,000 a month. Wow, my rent is $1,600. Yep, it sounds like you have... How wait, sounds like you're in a bind. In a bind, Nate. So you see how fast... You see how fast she'll be saying... Damn, Daddy. You see how fast... Your rent's due, motherfucker. Guys, and this is going to be only accelerate. So let her tell her story. Then we'll have a boomer reacting to this. And he's going to get a sense of reality. Let's go. $2,000 a month. And my rent is sixteen six. Sadly, this is getting to be the story of pretty much everybody out there. I didn't, I haven't read it since I was in my 20s, so I, I've been out of the housing market forever on this shit. But uh, I tried to help my niece get a place about six, eight months ago, something like that. Yeah, Daddy. And uh, she was telling me everything she found was 1900 2300 And I'm like, Jesus Christ, sweetheart, you just Your let me look for you. There's something out there, five, $600 a month that's decent. I'll find it. Mm -mm. There's not. Like, I how i mean and so this is a classic guy that says i can live like a king off fifty thousand dollars the classic thing that guys that's going that's going going gong and the only way you could do that is if you own your property outright obviously this guy's probably late generation x baby boomer and uh what he's encountered is his even his niece is saying hey look i'm looking for a place to live nineteen hundred dollars two thousand twenty two hundred dollars a month and these people who bought their house, they lived comfortably for 15, 20 years. They're about to pay off their last 10 years of their mortgage. They might have paid off their house. They live off 50 grand. They're good. 
This is what we talked about with the boomers. They're good. They got equity in their home. They never refine it. They're good off 50 grand, maybe a household income of 80 grand. They're good. All right. Because their mortgage payment is 1200 bucks. And it's been that way since 1997. So they, they're good. Now, when you show up and you're like, hey, rent is $1,900. And they'll say, well, renting is throwing away money. Why don't you buy a house? <laughs> Anybody that's a millennial is like, buy a house where? And they're like, you're just not looking hard enough. And rents are 20. And so he said, I'll look. Certainly there's a house for $500 a month. Certainly you can rent a house. You're just not looking hard enough. You're not working hard enough. You're not looking hard enough. Now this boomer got a reality check. Oh, shit. <laughs> and guess who caused it? The boomers. The boomers kind of caused all of this shit. All right. But here it is right now. He's right now waking up to the reality because he's never had the rent in the last 25 years. Okay, He bought his house when he was 22. He married a fat old, a fat lady. They've been together, waiting to die, paid off their house. And they just don't have this sense of reality of the young millennials, the millennials and Gen Z. They don't. Yep, it ain't 1997 no more. And guess what? Let me add this. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Yep, Larry Bird's not walking back through that door, son. All right, that, you're talking about 30 years ago, man. We in a new world. We're in a new economy. We're in a new life right here. New, 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 new world. All right, let, let, let me let him finish cooking right here. Why? Why did we get to this point? Why is just a decent place to sleep and cook and survive, exist? Why is it $3,000, $4,000 a fucking month? <laughs> I mean... It's ridiculous. Something's got to change. Yeah, <laughs> something's got to change. Uh, start with you, sir. New, 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 new world All right, start with you, mister. I can live off 50 grand like a king. All right, and uh, yeah, man, I mean, this is becoming the reality of most people, and I, I'm glad he at least even took a look because he would be these people renting throwaway money, just buy a house, and everybody knows buying a house is very tough right now. It's very tough. It's not what it used to be. The process is not what it used to be. And the idea of, of, of buying a house when you're young seems daunting because you, you're not stable. You don't have a job that's going to keep you for 30 years. You'd be lucky to have a job that keeps you for two years. So you're going to bounce and get set back, and uh, you're going to commit to 30-year mortgage when you, don't, you can't even commit to uh, a rental property, can't even commit to the job. Your job's not going to commit to you. So it's a different time. Boomers have to catch up with it. He might be late Generation X. Gen X has to catch up with this. The world changed around you. Now, some of you guys missed it. Some of you guys are too self-absorbed, but it changed. It's not the same world anymore. And the people at the top got a better cast position, and they're ready. They're ready to pounce on properties. Corporations are pouncing on properties. Wholesalers are pouncing on properties. So by the time the average millennial can spare up enough change for a FHA loan, they've already been priced out. They've already been cashed out. So it's not the same old days where a boomer family walks up with their two snotty-nosed kids and a white picket fence, and they could just walk up plunk down $1,600 or $16,000 on the down payment and be good. Yeah. Mm. People are going to bounce around five or six careers. 
They might bounce around between five or six states. They, people are moving now. They're moving. They're, they're, they're having kids later. So this is not, that's old, that's old idea. Old idea. He said $500 to $700 a month in rent. That's what he said. I want to play that again just so you know. He said 500 five, Man, sir. Sir, where in the hell are you renting a $500 uh, apartment? <laughs> Shit, hold on for a second. Let's let him play it again. Where? $2,000 a month. And my rent is sixteen six. Sadly, this is getting to be the story of pretty much everybody out there. I didn't, I haven't read it since I was in my 20s, so I, I've been out of the housing market forever on this shit. But uh, I tried to help my niece get a place about six, eight months ago, something like that. And uh, she was telling me everything she found was 1900 2300 And I'm like, Jesus Christ, sweetheart, you just let me look for you. There's something out there, five, $600 a month. <laughs> he said 500 or $600 a month. And I showed you in San Francisco and Bakersfield, they're renting four. They're renting small pods. They're renting small pods for 500 to 900. And all you can do is sleep in it. It's a sleep pod. And those are 500 to 900. All you can do is lay in the damn thing and put all your supplies. And you got a pod next, right next to you, like a locker. 500 to 600. This guy out of his mind. All right. So what do we got here? We got, uh, this is a doom and gloom. This is an interesting subject matter right here. Let me pull this up and give him the bell. Um, Fury, Fury from women, of course, but of course they made their own bed. Fury as women in tech conference is overrun with men claiming to be non-binary who cut in front of female attendees to network with employers. All right. I know you don't understand this. I'm going to give you an understanding here. Oh, and for my editor, we are in the doom and gloom section of the show. Okay. So just so you don't, so you're getting it. There's a woman in tech conference, which I think in today's world is bullshit. That has nothing to do with equality. First of all, there's a hundred genders. Why are we just having women in tech? All right. Those should be abolished. Any woman's group, any women's organization, any women in business, it should be abolished. That's discriminatory. And I'm glad these young binary, non-binary men figured it out. So they had the Grace Hopper or Hooper Hopper Summit. It was gate crashed by men posing as non-binary Uno reverse. Female seeking, female job seekers at a woman in tech conference had reaction with fury after a number of young men and men crashed the networking event, seemingly taking advantage of acceptance of non-binary people. Now, if you don't know what that is, that's basically a gender classification of people who don't, as far as I understand, they don't identify as male or female. All right. So now this is, of course, feminism eating itself. This is the liberals eating itself. So now that you've opened up this opportunity and now you've been called out on your hypocrisy by having a female only an engineering summit or whatever or tech. Now what's used against you is the own shit that you've been promoting. <laughs> And let me show you some pictures. I love it. Oh, they hate it right there. No, because why am I competing with men at Grace Hopper or Hooper's conference? Wait a minute, ma'am. What do you mean competing with men? These are non-binary men. 
You're not competing with men. You, you guys got to remember. Yeah, you. this is the example of you voted for this shit. You pushed it, pressed it. You also told us that we were what? Uh, transphobic if we didn't believe in these 1511 genders. And now look at you. Now you're saying men, you capitalize men, you discriminatory gracist, you Easternism. Look at these women. Look, look what happens when you turn the tables against them. Look at their faces now. <laughs> hey, man, welcome to the dark side, you bitch. All right, yo. Now you misgendering people. This is a disgrace. <laughs> hey, what's fair is fair. She says, when you're in line to network with the recruiter at the Grace Hopper conference and men cut in front of you, these aren't men. These are non-binary men. Stop with the discrimination, ma'am. These aren't men. All right. And look at her. They got they dealt. Look at her. Look at her. This is unfair. All right. This is terrible. How dare you? All right. No, Uno reverse on you. And check it out. They got the I can't play the video here because it has the audio here, I should say. But here it is. Overrun. Look at this. They're just recording all the men. Look at all the men in here. Try to get their resumes in the resumes. All right. They try to get their resume. Wait a minute. What is this shit? All right. They're trying to get their resumes in. Trying to get a job. Man, she it. This is equality in action. Hey, bitch, get your resume up. Look, he get in this suit. They mad as hell. <laughs> Ninja, this is how you play the game. Hold up. Look, now this woman. All right, because when they don't get an advantage, they mad. Look, it saddens me. Hold on. Let me give her some music. It saddens me. It saddens me to see all of these cis men attending the Grace Hopper and misrepresenting their gender. We need male allies. We need men who want to celebrate women, who want to work with and for women. Thank you to whatever these organizations on addressing it up front. Looking forward to the changes you'll make. For all women and non-binary people attending, hold your ground and believe in yourself. All right. Mad, mad, mad. I'm look, look, she mad too. Look, they mad. She's like, huh? Yep. Look, yeah, they're 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 stealing from. Wait, what are you playing a video game, man? They perpetual children, man. I tell you, it's hard to deal. It's hard to take women serious, man. Because look, look, here's another video. Look at all these dudes in here. Hey, I'm non-binary. Give me a job. Mm. <laughs> look at all these guys. <laughs> this is a woman's only conference. This is supposed to be a woman in tech conference. Hey, I support this 100%. Let me give them the prices right. And a round of applause. I support this. Yes. I love it. We need more of this shit. We need more of it. Yes. And uh, you see them Asian men out here. I only saw one ninja. And he was a sand ninja. All right. It wasn't one ninja out there. Why do... Black men, we got to get our shit together. Did you see any ninjas out there? Hold on. Let me see it. I'm going to review it real quick. I ain't, look at all these Asian men and, and, and East Asian men. East Asian. Asian. East, it ain't one ninja out there. Ninja, we got to get our shit together. You could have wore your Jordans to the tech. Could have wore your Jordans. Ninjas would have been macking on the hoes, pulling them, trying to get numbers. Uh, Anyway, man, I love it. I love it. The Grace Hopper. Grace Hopper. All right, anyway. 
All right, let me stop here, man. Listen, before I get canceled. They would have canceled me a long time ago. Uh, Straggle and Stiggle Theater, we do have one more uh, young lady to deal with, do we? Is that it? That is it. That is it for this part of the show. I'm going to get to the rest. <laughs> I'm going to get to the rest of the show. That was Doobagloo CGA right there. All right. <laughs> Let's love it, man. I love it, man. Ninjas, get your resume up, man. Get your resume out there. Get you a tech. Get you a techie. Get you a techie up. All right. <laughs> Cam is in the building. Shout out to you over on the Cash App. Shout out to you, brothers here. Kevin G. FYI, coach. Dame has three kids. Wait, is this from the day or yesterday? I think this is from yesterday. All right, hold for so Let me refresh my page. It is from yesterday. Shout out to uh, Steliano says a Philly older BW dropped her case. You, there's a, the words are all run together, and when I click on the message, I can't see it. Downtown Philly older BW dropped her. I can't see it. I can't see the rest of it. It's all jumbled together. C3 Nero says, and if you're not down with CGA, then I got two words for you. All right. Shout out to y'all. Remember, that was like Andrew Tate. That was like Andrew Tate for young people. Uh, teachers were like, these young boys are saying suck it. <laughs> I think I was almost like a teacher when that was out. So I remember boys running around crotch, giving the crotch X, talking about suck it. Teachers was going crazy. <laughs> ah, those were the days. We got macaroni Tony. Highest goes to Asian bulls. The entire continent invented monk mode because of their ridiculously high standards. All right, there you go right there. All right, there you go. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Side note, I watched black hens lose their minds and have their entire think piece on that white bull. He says they showed what type of bulls they really desired and pedestalized with that one movie. What movie was that? Asian bulls? What, what movie are you talking about? That's interesting. Interesting. Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm trying to check in over here. All right, it's a little slow. System's working a little slow. Let me do some super chats. Shout out to MC Hampshire says, all women should buy JCI stock. They don't buy stocks that much. Women don't be buying stocks that like that. All right, do we have any female investors in here? Do we have any female investors? I'd love to hear from you. Enjoying the money mindset. Money mindset, by the way, will be going on Sunday. Regular time. We're back to regular time, at least for the next few weeks. Emmanuel is in the building, says, probably says, here's your espresso, coach. Let me see if you say something else. He says, here's your espresso, coach. Shout out to you. The Working Man Podcast says, coach, is 40 hours even full time these days. I'm a contractor, and I work 50 to 84 hours a week. Sounds like she's choosing to struggle to me. I agree. I think we have to kind of think about what is actually considered full-time job. Now, it's a very complex situation that I don't want to open up because it would take forever to discuss. But I think when we talk about uh, earning and wages, 
and they still use 40 hours as a measure of full time because they take an eight hour workday times five. A lot of people are making extra money through overtime. Second job, side gig. Okay, so, and I think a lot of people have to do it. In fact, if you quit your side gig, your second hustle or overtime, you actually probably ain't, you probably wouldn't make it. Anybody that has a job or you, you have a, your own business. You know, a lot of people think they're going to start their own business and work less. Well, not necessarily. You'll be able to control your work hours a little bit more. You'll have a little bit more control over your work hours, and you'll probably work when everyone else is not working, meaning your peak hours are going to be when people are coming off of their job or before they go in. That's where your peak hours will be. So you'll have an interesting, a different work schedule, but you'll have maybe the middle of the day open where other people are still at work trying to scoff down their work sandwich at for a 45-minute break. But if you have a business, you're going to work way more than 40 hours. <laughs> Shit. Way more. Way more than 40 hours. You're going to work 140 hours. And the reason why is because your business is always going to be on your mind. And um, you're going to have to put out fires. And if you have a brick and mortar business, uh, your security alarms are going to go off every two to three days. And you'll have to wake up at two in the morning and you'll get a call from your security alarm place. Ninja, that's work hours. <laughs> you, you, that's the work hours. Like for you to wake up, be on the clock, respond, maybe possibly go down to the facility, check. Oh, it was the wind. Oh, it was a branch scraping the windows. Ninja, that's work hours. You would clock in. You're, but uh, in time that you're thinking about it, you're at home, but you're taking notes. You may be responding to emails. These are all work hours. And anybody who is choosing a man or mostly uh, men that make over 100,000, more than likely he has a job that works way over 40 hours and irregular work schedule. So if he comes home and, and uh, he has his phone at the dinner table and she sits there, uh, put your phone down. There's no business at the dinner table. Like, she's going to make herself, she's going to drive herself crazy. And, yes, you're working weekends. I hate to do this, but you just brought up something. I'll, get, I'll catch up with the show. The idea of regularly employed people having Saturday and Sunday off, where do you get this idea? This tells me you're like a trained matrix. Now, again, the majority of people kind of work nine to five jobs, but that's, that's dying. Less and less people just work nine to five. But where do you get the idea where most people should have Saturday and Sunday off? Like, are you looking around the world? Do you, do you, are you blind? Everything you look at, somebody's working when Saturday and Sunday. And people ask me, you work Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, bitch. Like, who don't work Saturday and Sunday? Like, look. Look at that restaurant. Look at these waitresses and hostesses. Look at the manager. Look at TV. I see a football game going on. Everybody's working. The referee's working. The players, the coaches are working. Whoever drove the bus is working. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you looking at? Everybody's working. Everywhere I look, people are working. So the, it, it's kind of like one of those weird things where I know a, a person is normie when, when somebody says you work Saturday and Sundays, who doesn't? Who doesn't at this point? <laughs>
Who doesn't? Everybody's working every day. Now, there's a lot of people who take Saturday and Sunday off, and they, yep, they're they're in that. They're in that mindset. You got that training. You, you're developed. But I bet not hear you complain about not making it. I bet not hear you complain and say, oh, man, uh, it's tough out here to make a living. Interest rates are killing me. You better not say shit because if you say that, Ninja, you should be working Saturday and Sunday, and it is what it is. And by the way, we're working slaves at this point. It's the system. We're not getting out of it. <laughs> so, yep, hospital, people at the hospital are working. A lot of people are working. Emergency assistance, a lot of people work. For real. But anyway, unfortunately, yeah, we can't go back to the old days. We're kind of in this system, and it ain't going to stop until it collapses. Yeah, it will collapse at some point. Mm. Real estate agents primarily work evenings and weekends. I'm talking about people aren't working. <laughs> All right, anyway. Let's see what we got here. Shout out to Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I can't help but laugh sometimes when women say a real man doesn't cheat or loves one woman in a million ways. He says, no, a real man doesn't lie. He doesn't, he, he says he does what he wants because he earned it. If he wants to have multiple women, he can have it. Yes, we need to stop overcompensating for them. I agree. Much of that takes the advantage away from you. Um, but uh, again, Stills, he says, hey, coach, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think house flipping was popular when boomers were buying houses, was it? Uh, probably not. No, you might be right. So, yes, you also have the house flipping people um, that that are in there competing for real estate. Yeah, the days where you can just have just people buying houses like that without people interfering, plus international markets buying American property and land. You know, if you haven't bought a house in a, in the last 10 years or at least attempted to, you're going to be shocked when you go through the process. If you're trying to get a conventional loan in the last 10 years, you were behind the eight ball in any offer that you made. And I saw a lot of people get highly disappointed in that process and uh, say, what's going on here? When I hear a person say, what's going on here? I immediately go back to, this person is behind the eight ball. They have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea. You, you're so stuck with your head up your ass that you did not adjust. And that tells me also that you're not going to adjust going forward. You're still going to be, what's going on? And we need to do something to fix it. <laughs> All right, it's too late. Yeah, you, you asked out and you ain't going to catch up anytime soon until you accept, remember, the last stage is acceptance. Somebody said burnout is real. Yes, burnout is real too. Yeah, burnout. Watch out for burnout. Okay, but too much. many people don't have choices at this point. Uh, until you grind hard. This is why we want you to grind hard. Because we want you to overcome the, the likelihood of you being burned out. Work hard for five to ten years. You ain't got no choice. All right, damn, ninja. Well, y'all, come on, man. I can't. These long-ass stories, man. These long-ass stories, I can't. I'm already talking long with it. I can't read paragraphs. All right, hold on for a second. 
Ninja want me to read a whole goddamn life story. Shout out to Sizzle. The following announcement has been paid for by the you know who. New, 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 new world. He says order. it's going to be extreme, extending the southern border wall and deporting. What? They're going to start deporting people. It's a little too late, if you ask me. He got his vote bracket now. He's closing off the faucet. Ring the bell. Yeah, man. Damn. Shout out to Joe Biden. It's too late now. MC Hanser, I identify as non-binary, of course, to get that money. I got money. Last one, JC, I'm in, in my 10 years of tech, I feel it's not for women. Main reason is that they don't have problem-solving skills required and get emotional in stressful situations. Interesting. Um, I don't have any experience to speak on that, but I'm going to take your word for it, and uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Anybody, any women in tech that want to counter that argument, you're all good. I don't have any experience. And guys, sometimes it's good to say, I don't know. Because I don't know. All right. I don't know anything about women in tech or men in tech or men in STEM, women in STEM. I don't have any experience. So if that's what he says, that's what he says. Do women have a problem? Is anybody, women and men in tech, have a counter argument to that? All right, shout out to Daniel McGee. He says, I wonder if a woman would accept a man with average looks, a below average body, massive debt, and $48,000 of income per year. It happens. It happens. Not, not that often today. Kevin says, women says mature men commit to one man, but they have 50, 11 baby daddies. That's what I don't get. Like, I don't get it. By the way, if you, in order to understand it, you have to understand that they're trying to manipulate you. You're trying to manipulate you. But eventually, guys will get tired of chasing women or having multiple women. They'll get tired of it. It becomes expensive. But that doesn't mean that that's not what they desire. I'm just letting you know that. Another says, I have experience with women in STEM. All right. Hmm. I think there's some women in tech in here. Let me see here. All right, there's a woman in here. I see her, all right? But I don't know what she's saying here. But look, let's, let's not let that stop the show. Let's get it on. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater is back, and we have a interesting Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. We got a woman here who is, uh, they're going to ask the old, why do these questions keep getting asked, <laughs> right? There's a ninja in the background. All right. But uh, these guys, um, obviously, you have the younger groups of men that are probably have some financial insecurities. We know the data is younger men don't make a lot of money, right, as a whole, as a collective. The outliers do not prove the fact that most men under 30 are extremely um, in a bad financial position, meaning they make under $45,000. Now, this guy right here who looks to be Chad-ish, Chad Light, is going to ask these two women, how much money does a man need to make to get their love? Here we go. How much money does a guy need to make in order to be with you? I mean, I'm not saying money's a factor, but definitely over six figures. What expensive girl. Um, I think more realistically, <laughs> um, I would love a six-figure man, but that's not happening. Um, I don't really Good think I don't really think about that though. I I agree. Yes, like I would love a hundred grand at least. <laughs> okay. 
How tall does a guy need to be in order to be with you? Six. Six foot. He needs to be six foot. Yeah. Just taller than me. I'm 4'11", so I just need you to be like... My taller? Like your height. Yeah. All right. So what we see here, this is just an isolated incident, and this is one of the things that they put out. All right. Uh, the six-figure thing was brought up again, and guys, six figures is becoming a misnomer at this point. I just don't understand. Now, this woman says she's an expensive girl. Take a look at this, guys. Take a look. Oh, the humanity. And why is it that the biggest outland? Why are these women with the, running around here with the highest standards? And then when you went back to the Millie Mouth Muskrat, who's just a plain average stock factory issue woman, sloppy yogurt and all, she seemed to be more realistic than the Mastodon. I mean, this is just absolutely crazy when you see it and you're seeing this. You're seeing this way, way too much. And the fact then later on, the Millie Mouth Muskrat changed her opinion based on the Mastodon's opinion. Completely outlandish, completely delusional, you would say. But I'm an expensive woman. What city is this? Ma'am, what about you is an expensive? Listen, and women are expenses, but I'm going to just scroll up. What about this tells me you're expensive? Take a look. This woman's 24. What about this says expensive? Like where? Oh, my goodness. Just oh, the humanity. Oh, my goodness. All right. And so this is what young men have to deal with. By the way, you know, listen, us Gen Xers, us baby boomers, we have to understand that a lot of the things that we say, a lot of the things that we talk about is based on our experience as men that are 40 and above, right? Uh, at least 38 and above. You have no idea what men 18 to 38 are going, for, going through. You have no idea. Just like you might not have an idea of how rents are affecting people because you owned a house for 20 years and you're still making a $1,200 payment on a $8,000 house. Okay. <laughs> right. You have no idea you. And I wish you would start relating to these men a little bit. I know I try to give them a kick in the pants every now and then pause. I try to light a fire under them, but these young men today, that did look like some Florida shit. These young men today, have some of the worst women to choose from. And it ain't even close. The worst attitude. And this is now infecting the Gen X women. Because these women think, I'm going to come out here and just go. It's absolutely crazy. What about this, man? And then the other woman was like, okay, your height is good. Okay, your income is good. I don't care. Okay, now I need six figures. <laughs> And I don't even want to go through the likelihood of them finding. What is the likelihood of this woman finding a man that made six figures unless he. Okay, I think she found him. As a matter of fact, I did see him in the back. There he is right there. Of course, that ninja right there. He's like, oh, the humanity. this ninja coming right up in there. There he is right there. I don't think he has six figures. But what is this ninja doing in the back? <laughs> he all up in the video. This is absolutely insane. How much money does a guy need to make in order to be with you? I mean, I'm not saying money's a factor, but definitely over six figures. What expensive girl? Um, I think more realistically, <laughs> um, I would love a six-figure man, but that's not happening. I mean, she was at least being realistic. That's not happening at all. All right, this definitely is going to be outside of Tampa Bay. All right, this is definitely outside of Tampa. 
Um, I don't really think. I don't really think about that though. I, I, All right, and so the big woman started to do what? Sabotage her. She's. I want you to notice this. See, watch this. And women, when you get these questions, you see they start looking at their friends when they start answering the question so they can stay on girl code. You see this? You see this is common. I got to look at the friend. What do you say? She, the guy's standing in front of you. Why don't you, why don't you look at him? Now watch this. Watch the big woman says, when this woman says, well, I'm not going to get a six-figure man. Be realistic. Watch the big woman convince her a.k.a. sabotage her that she should go higher. Realistically, um, I would love a six-figure man, but that's not happening. Right here. Um, I don't really think I don't really think about that, though. Right there. She's like, right there, anything's possible. Girl, anything's possible. Manifest. <laughs> so the big girl tried to convince the other girl, the more realistic girl, come, come. anything's possible. Girl, 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 shoot for the stars. Aim high. The hive mindset, okay, the sabotaging. So now she's just going to sabotage this young woman when this young woman could just be with this guy. Obviously, I think she's interested in this guy. She used this height as a reference. That might indicate, indicate interest. I agree, yes. Like, I would love 100 grand at least. <laughs> okay. Now, damn, she switched it up that fast. Look at that. The bully. The bully got to her. You see this? Look. The bully got to her. Girl. Keep your standards high, bitch. We got to keep these standards high. Evolution is on it. Look at this. She influenced her that fast. Boy, I tell you. I, I agree, yeah. I agree, yeah. Man. Look, man. You guys got to know how women work. That's how, you, dude, that's how your wife is going to be talking into divorcing you. That same woman is going to talk her into divorcing you. And that bitch won't have no husband. That's <laughs> right. Girl, leave that man. I would leave him if I was you. And then, she, girl, you're right. I'll leave him. And then they both out there single struggling. Two broke bitches. This is crazy, isn't it? Dude, you're seeing it in action. I can break it down. Only I can. Dragon with Sneakle Theater, let's take you to, I don't know where this is. I don't know what's going on. But this white girl is starving for this ninja. Let me go play it without the audio. Take a look. This white girl is going. Look at this. Oh my goodness, she's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. And this is Ninja Show of Teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, and look at this. She trying to hang on to this guy. She found him one. Boy, I tell you, women are, wow. Women are choosing. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. And she's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, and look, boy, she groping his uh, chesticles and everything. God dang, she hopping on his back, dry humping him. Look. She's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, look, she on him. Look at that Millie mouth. Oh, boy, she got to be drunk, but I, that doesn't excuse her behavior. She got her saggy wagon. She got her sloppy yogurt all over the guy. Wait a minute. Who was that? Who is this? Hold up. Wait a minute. Who are you? Now, wait a minute. Is this her boyfriend? What is going on? He trying to get her off. She ain't having it. Wow. All right, take a look at this again. Man, she's starving. Let's play the video. <laughs> Look at this. He happy, boy. He happy. Ninja's happy when they get a little attention. She refused to let go. I love you. I wonder who he is. We 
Emily couldn't believe she wanted him so bad. She didn't even ask for his name. Now, uh, black women, I just want to let you know that it's like that for a brother out here. And black women were like, why he choose that white woman? Because that's how they be treating a ninja sometimes. They do. Now, I'm not saying they're better, but you better up your, you better, I'm going to just wait for him to talk to me. You better up your shit because white girls out here acting like this. By the way, is this not a sexual assault? Let's just reverse the genders. Let's say you saw a girl out there and you were doing that to her. Would, that, would you get arrested for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, white women be choosing like this. I'm letting y'all know, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, this is how he catches a case. And check this shit out right here. That's how you catches a case right there, right out there. Boy, she choosing. And then when she wake up in the morning with her panties around her ankles, she's going to be like, what happened last night? you be like, you don't remember? And she's like, nope. And you're like, ah, shit. Caught. And yes, a white man's going to marry that woman in the future and not know anything about her escapades in Pensacola. Daytona Beach. All right, where we at? Her boyfriend's in the White House. <laughs> this is Johnny. No way. <laughs> it's a competitive sexual marketplace out here it's definitely a competitive sexual marketplace and when they find them one that they won't they can't resist he's got security on him i wonder who he is is he a um is he a random person <laughs> he definitely showing his teeth anyway man Oh, man. And this is also how male celebrities get sexual assault charges. I'm telling you, man, it gets tough out there. Anyway, Straggle Sniggle Theater, a Missouri teacher is put on leave after students finds her OnlyFans. Wow. Remember, I tell you, man, it's, it's now we're getting to this monetization. Women choosing to do these things and they don't consider it a form of prostitution. They don't consider it selling themselves and degrading themselves. They're just saying, Hey, just listen, I'm in a bind and I got to do what I got to do. I'm not making it financially. So it's time to sell my booty. All right. Same thing with sugar baby. Same thing. They, they don't mind doing this at this point. Let me give you the rundown on this one. Um, it says right here, the English teacher, from a St. Clair, Missouri high school. Her name is Brianna Copage. No, uh, it says, I don't know what that says. But anyway, it says they found her OnlyFans account. And they said, you are wild. Someone shared my video with my entire hometown. I hope you enjoy watching it. Well, this is what she said after she got suspended. She says right here, the English teacher whose alias is, I will not say the name, age 28, married. Married. High school teacher. Has been suspended after her pornographic image and content was revealed. She told the STL today she always knew the day was coming when her dual life would be exposed, but has no regrets. She said it was always it was kind of always like a cloud hanging over my head, like I never knew what would be discovered. Now, let me tell you. I've been telling you guys. Women are leaving double lives. They're, they're, they're out here. You don't see it because you're not on the dark side. And shout out to everybody on the dark side. Represent, hit a one if you're on the dark side. And if you're not on the dark side, and you don't know what the dark side is, it's coachgregadams.locals.com. We tell you what the dark side is. 
we tell you what the dark side is. Dude, there, there are women living dual lives. Your future wives, your current wives. Your, I know people are like, nah, that's just those type. Dude, there was a police officer in Minnesota. She pulled over a ninja. And she had a ninja partner as a police partner. The guy recognized the police officer and said she does prawn on OnlyFans. And now they're investigating her. They're like, we don't mind if she takes some sensual images for the internet, but we got to investigate the prawn. Guys, there are women out here living double lives. They're out here. I don't keep wanting to argue it. Yes, the girls that you run game on, the girls that you cold approach, the girls that you see at the restaurant, your coworkers, teachers, married women, your girlfriend, your future girlfriend. And when you go on the dark side, it's only when you go over there can you see it. When you got the glasses on, you're like, man. <laughs> and these stories are going to become the norm in the next three or five years. It's going to be normal. It's not just going to be common. It says right here. It says right here, the mom of two joined the adult subscription site, Lonely Fans, to supplement her $42,000 a year teacher salary. And it says right here, she revealed she makes an additional $10,000 per month from her raunchy performances, which fans can subscribe to. Her ex page, where she refers to herself as your favorite MILF, states she is amongst the top 4% of content creators. However, she admitted, this is, they wrote this, she admitted she was probably never going to teach again after her activities were discovered. She added that there was kind that was kind of a risk I knew I was taking. I am sad about it. I do miss my students. I don't think sex work should be saying shameful. There you go. I don't think sex work has to be shameful. This is where we're going. Even Kamala Harris has insinuated that S work is work. And again, if you're a boomer, an older millennial, a Gen X, you don't see this. You're like, what? The current woman sees SWS work is hard for guys. You saw them push it and you overlooked it. Come on. Let me, let me show you something real quick. Let me show you something real quick. And this woman is 28 years old, married too. She's considered a millennial. Barely. She's barely out of Gen Z. You see here. And um, let me see here. Sex work is work. Now there's some people that are going to fact check this, but, but uh, here it is right here. Guys, the, the movement's already happening. This is 2019. This happened right in front of your face. Kamala Harris supports decriminalizing sex work. Now, this doesn't mean uh, street prostitution, but we've seen municipalities decriminalize the prosecution of the worker, not the John. Okay, not the John per se, but the worker. This is Las Vegas. Manhattan, New York, Queen, this, this is uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and this will go into Br Dallas now, Dallas. And this was 2019. I've been following this since 2019, okay? I've been following it. Heels up Harris, yeah. Yep. And so as a result, the stigma is being removed from what you would actually shame the woman about. Oh, you were a stripper? Shame on you. That's gone. Or you work OnlyFans, shame on you. You're ostracized. You'll never work in this town again. Gone. 
So they're willing to be teachers, teach your kids, and have OnlyFans. They're willing to be police officers and make you follow the letter of the law and then go on OnlyFans. Okay? It is a wild time to be here. The stigma is kind of going away, so you guys got to watch out for that. Anyway, that story is developing, and uh, hopefully she's fully developing. Oh, by the way, I was on a TV show on Soscast on Valuetainment in the Valuetainment studio, and I sat across from a woman who was married with teenage adolescent children, and she had an OnlyFans page that was seen to be very successful, right? So you're thinking of marrying your wife. Just say you marry a woman. You're all both 30 years old, 28. She makes 42 grand. You make 45 grand. Combined income, 90 grand. You're still being, it's still hard to survive, your wife says, I want to open an OnlyFans page. If you're under 30, a wife could say that today. If you're under 30, your wife could come up with that and be like, matter of fact, there's a YouTuber here. There's a YouTuber who I think he does fitness YouTube. And um, he does fitness YouTube. And he has a girlfriend that appears. I think they might be engaged, maybe married by this point. And at one point, one of the episodes, I believe right around the pandemic that I saw, had the woman think about, and they had a conversation, should she open an OnlyFans? And she thought about it. They looked at the money. They had friends who did it. She had friends who did it. And they were like, hey, this will be extra money. He's making this money on YouTube. She got her little YouTube page. They got the little fitness shit. And she had to sit there and go, hmm, maybe I should think about Ninja. <laughs> it's, it's getting to that point. And I think they're right at that age of 33 and below. They're at that age of 33 and below. And he was like, he had a conversation. He had to look at her and she was like, Hey, it's my body. It's my money. It's my income. I can make, I was like, God damn. Mm. Somebody mentioned him on the notorious channel. I'm not going to mention him because I don't give people free shine. It's not Chris Jones from pump chaser. Shout out to uh beast, uh beast mode, not beast mode. Chris Jones from pump chasers. All right. He's, he's coach gang too. Shout out to that brother too. All right. We haven't really communicated thoroughly. But I think one time I saw he liked the post or or sent a message, and I didn't really think it was him, so I ignored it. <laughs> I ignored it. But, um, you know, he does follow, uh, you know, people in our sphere because, like, it, you know, it's hard to not. So we're all YouTubers and respect each other. But I think there was a message from him. I saw his name, and I was like, this ain't the real him. And I moved on. And I think it was because then later I saw he was following my content. I was like, maybe that was him. Shout out to him. But this is where we're going, man. We're in a new world. Speaking of a new world right here, the manufactured woman. We're going to talk about the standards in the bill. Beast Mode, Chris Jones. Shout out to him. I'll give him some free shine. Uh, here we go right here. This woman's going to show you what it costs to look like this. Now, in a competitive market, like a Los Angeles and Orange County, a lot of women have to do this to be considered what considered beautiful, right? And yes, men with money go for chicks like this. I know you're gonna be like, she's a five. I, I don't want to hear that shit. She spent, but I do want to show you what you might think is a beautiful woman on Instagram 
how she's not a naturally beautiful woman. She's not naturally. She's actually did a lot of work to look like that. Now, let's go ahead and let her explain it. Here we go. Over all the things I had done to my face, here's after and there's before. Okay, let's stop right there. Look at look at this. Now, the woman on the left is a probably a naturally decent-looking stock factory issue woman. I mean, listen, she's not bad. She looks like she could be average-minded and willing the wife and willing to do what she needs to do. And look at what she has now worked herself up to. Now, of course, you'll marry her and impregnate her, and the kids will come out like looking like the left. All right, but wow. Take a look, and let's calculate how much she's paid to look like this. We'll start at the top and work our way down. So I had Botox, which helped really lift my eyebrows. Oh, although I did already have a big arch, but as you can tell, my eyebrows were super plucked on the left. And then I did a little bit of lip filler. I used Volbella. I did some cheek filler using Voluma. I also did a little bit of under eye. Can't really tell in the picture though. I did do Slim Face. That's probably the biggest change from left to right. It really just slimmed my face out. And I added some chin filler that just elongated my face instead of making it look so square. Going over all the things I had done to my face. Oh. Here's after. Okay, okay, okay. All right. She left out some stuff. The, like the jaw, rhinoplasty, they broke her jaw down. All right, she left out some stuff. Now, if you live in a place where people are high earners, Los Angeles, Miami, uh, Texas, Dallas, potentially Houston, New York, Chicago. If you live in these places where there's boats, harbors, lakes, rivers, oceans, uh, Gig Harbor in Washington. If you live in these places, you're you're going to meet women like this. They're going to be everywhere. They're going to be apex predators crawling towards men with wealth, whether they're side chicks, concubines, or they're trying to white, get wifed up. The reason why is because they invested in them. They invested. They invested in the look. So then her standards naturally have to go up because she didn't do all this work to get an average guy. She didn't do all this work to get a blue collar guy. She didn't do all this work to get a ninja that's making 60,000. Now her $60,000 uh self is on the left. But on the right, she's like I deserve a man that makes $500,000 a year. Now, did she cheat the system obviously? Obviously, but to if if you get with her, she's certainly looking to have a return in this investment. Certainly. But let's just call it spade a spade. If you live in these areas and you're a high net worth earner, you're dealing with women who aren't really look like this. And um, I've dealt with a few women that are manufactured like this on this side of it, right? That were Caucasian, Latina, and so forth. They look pretty odd without makeup. They look pretty odd. Now, with makeup and their hair done, they look pretty, they look beautiful. And they're good pieces of arm candy. However, when they don't have their lipstick on, when they don't have their eyeliner on and their makeup and their mascara, they look weird, right? Their lips would be puffy or oblong or lumpy or rubbery. Their eye, you know, you'll see kind of where the surgery or the needles went in, okay? So you need to see them with makeup. You'll see it. This kind of looks like Frankenstein got to them. You'll see kind of where the lip, droopy you, you kind of see weird things and it doesn't look very attractive when they don't have their makeup on but guys this is where we're going now do you see what's happening women 
Um, we talked about life expectancy being longer. So that's ex- that's changing people's idea of when they're ready for relationships and not. It's changing people's perception of their value. But I also think it's not just life expectancy. It is also hair dye, science, Botox, extensions of hair, coloring of hair. All right, on the men's side, testosterone, muscles, where you're naturally ripped and muscular all year long and lean. And these scientific things are making people believe that, hey, I still got value until my 40s and 50s and 60s. I still look young, but still looking young requires them to do science. So then she says, hey, 35, 40, I'm going to still hold out. I still look young or I can look young. Guys, understand that, yes, in the olden days, you could say a woman hits the wall at 30. Guys, that used to be when a woman looked like granny at 38. Granny. Granny at 38. And she probably was going to die at 50. And she wasn't going to have an opportunity to earn any money past 30, 32. She was just going to be an aunt and sweeping up and, and cleaning houses. Today, these women got boxes of dye that can reduce their age by 10 years on a box of Clairol. Just like that. Then you have the then you have if they want to go off to HGH Botox, then they're doing we're more physically fit, so people can stay fit a little bit more. People are taking shortcuts, waist trainers, surgery, lip body tucks, tr- fat transfers. So what's happening is now, because people live longer and can stay youthful longer, at least look, then people start thinking, hey, I got options out here. I don't need to settle. People don't naturally look younger. They actually are manufactured to look younger. If you removed hair dye alone from women, they all look like granny by 35. I mean, they'll be partially gray by 35, certainly by 40. This is kind of what's happening uh, out here. And this is what you also have to compete against, right? It's what you have to compete against because... Now women are, some women are saying, I want a six-figure guy and I'm going to manufacture myself to six-figure guy. And I'll settle for, I'm not settling for less. When we talk about standards, that's what we're going to talk about. Straggle and Sniggle. Uh, Look at this Sniggle right here. Speaking of standards, apparently this guy went somewhere. I can't tell where. um, And he got three girls. But somebody robbed him. And after they had a night of drinking, let's play the video. I'm not about to play with y'all, baby. This nigga sorry. Wait, what was you mean? Yeah, like, all right, you right. How you got me? Man, that's your car. Find my seat, bruh. We didn't look. Check your car. Find my fucking seat. Bro. You ready? No real seat. Find my seat, nigga. Man, you got relaxed. Man, what's up, man? man? Go check the car, though. Oh, God, somebody got my seat, bruh. But this woman's not that big, bruh. <laughs> like we all been drinking for real, so we don't really know. <laughs> That's my bitch. Oh That's no! Bitch. Oh boy! Nah, back, bro. All right. 
Lock his ass out. Oh, lock, wow. They said lock his ass out. You big dummy. Wow. So, uh, guys, in the first comment, it says right here, it says, uh, oh, well, the first uh, thing, he, he wanted bad bitches and he got it. Yes, bad bitches be doing shit like this, guys. Don't think that these women don't be plotting, thotting and plotting and scheming on you. They're not just going to come up to the room and, and suck you off one straddling your face, one straddling your waist, one sucking your toes. That's all pipe dream. You're taking a big, big chance out here. Even when you're out here showing what's what's going on with your pants, bro. I mean, this is despicable. I don't understand why people dress like this, but anyway. Okay, why you can't keep your pants above your gluteus maximus? All right, I don't understand that. Let me move this off the screen here. I can't. And look at him out here. He can't hold masculine frame either. He should have just told those girls to leave and charge it to the game. You got trick rolled, and that's what happened. You got robbed. And uh, these women are acting like they're looking, and they are looking in the rid most ridiculous places for whatever he's looking for, his watches, cash, um, and as you can hear, the girls are the one with the phone is completely disrespecting him, and she's also recording him for evidence. But uh, this is what happens when you think you could go out here and do stupid shit. You get got. All right, and so he, this ninja salty as f. Look at these women acting like they're looking. All right, right. why's she looking in that drawer? She opens the drawer, doesn't even look at it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to turn the volume down. She didn't even look in the drawer. All right, what are they doing? I'm surprised they didn't skedaddle. Look at this. All right, he's raging. <laughs> all right, them ninjas, hey, been them hoes about to get out of there. And she like, we all been drinking. We all been drinking. Yep. Women don't mind getting drunk to rob your monkey ass. And they was thotting and plotting. And look at this woman's body language. She don't want to get hit. So she's moving away. And then check this out. I want you to show you this. This bitch going to look behind the TV. Unbelievable. Look at this. She looked behind the TV. Like, what, what are you looking for? My Rolex behind the TV? <laughs> right? This bitch ain't looking for nothing. They already got it. And they already snuck it up out the room. And look at the body language as she approaches. Uh, she dips her head, but she's keeping that eye contact. Make sure she don't get punched in the jaw. All right, there it is. And a little bit of sucky sucky got it. And then here's the thing right here. Look at these drags that he picked up. Yeah. All right, and then she found the skitty pop pop. I wonder whose gun is that because that looks like a not a male bag. That looks like a female bag. All right, and so they do got the skitty pop pop. Look at her dancing, bro. These bitches ain't shit. And with the extendo clip, uh, I know it's a magazine, but uh, here we go. She hit it. She's like, if we need to, we can skitty pop pop that ass, but we ain't going to do it because we don't want to go to jail. We don't want to go to prison. This ain't worth going to prison. Look at them. They all in on it. This is what happens when you mess with strags. And they laughing. Look. When he leaves, they laughing at this ninja. Uh, wow. Yep, play stupid games, get stupid prizes. This is what happens when you let your dick and money get in the way of your driving purpose. Now you got robbed, and they laughing. What, listen to this. Lock his, ass Lock his ass out with the hand up. Damn, they got that ninja. Got your monkey ass. You big dummy. Told you out here, man, don't play with these hoes. They desperate out here.
and they will rob you. All right, here it is right here. This woman here, again, she says never settle. All right, let's get, this obviously is a manufactured woman, but let's talk about her. Yo, I just got in from date night, and I just had to reflect on my life. I live a bomb lifestyle. I'm young, I'm hot, I'm turned, and somebody's beautiful black son is paying my bills. I literally can't complain. Y'all, I just got in from date night, and I just had to reflect on my life. I live a bomb lifestyle. I'm young, I'm hot, I'm turned, and somebody's beautiful black son is paying my bills. I literally can't complain. All right, and there you go, guys, right there. Um, it's a new day out here. Women under 30, they're new human beings. And I know women under 30 watching me. I'm not like that, though. There's women over 30 me. I'm not like that, though. Guys, and this woman will be considered a baddie, hot. What do they call her? She bad, though. All right, whatever you want to come, come up with. She's not a bad-looking chick. She's obviously a little too much for me with the eyelashes, but it's okay. All right. She's saying she's bad, hot, whatever she said. I'm telling you, men go for this. They go for this, but not for free. And she's also saying date night, but also you have a guy paying your bills, lifestyle. Are you with date night with that guy or are you like, what are you doing? And of course, she cannot help but brag on the internet about it. So she can't keep it to herself. There used to be a time where a woman like this could remain in her place, but those days are gone. I know we want to say, hey man, bring those days back. Those days are gone. These girls are out in front. They can make their own only, they can be the star of their own show if they want to. And ninjas are mad. Well, they Instagram hoes and it's going to come to an end when they hit the wall. That's all madman talk. That's all madman talk. Does that change your position? Nope, it does not. Does that change her position? It will, but she ain't going to matter to you in 10 years. Why does it matter to you? She's going to get whatever she thinks she's going to get out of it. It's madman talk. You can't control it. And telling them that, Taking this route is dead. Telling them that you're going to get penalized by society, you can't convince them of that. They're not going to stop it. So you either have the teacher doing it, the police officer, this woman, the manufacturer, bitch. You have this going on. The fat woman that said 10 feet, 100, 100 grand, six figures. It's all kind of messed up. But is that going to change it? No, change what you can control. Trying to get them to stop this mindset is actually useless. And ladies, oh, you have also the man that got robbed by three women. Think of what's happening here. Ladies, I don't want to hear you say those are that type of women. Oh, those are those type of women. Nah, not today. This, this dick cannot slide because every, every woman that I've showed you, you're one of these women. You're one of them. You're kind of living this double life. You have your expectations and standards as well. And I'm actually going to pose my next question for men and women to answer. Let me see if I got another video for this segment, and then I'm going to move on. I do, unfortunately, and it's worse. It's probably the worst video of them all. I think I have two more videos. I do. Guys, if you're eating, I suggest that you stop eating or at least not look at the screen and only listen. But this one's going to scare you right here. Oh, the humanity. Okay, and I featured this woman on before saying that she expects guys to pay for her lifestyle, hair and nails. Now she's back. She's back. <laughs> All right. And she has something to say. 
Another day, another Tinder match gone wrong. You want to weed out the losers who aren't going to pay for a date, who aren't going to take you seriously, who are just going to waste your time. Here's how it goes. Numero uno. So it starts off innocent enough. We have Brandon. He says, hey. I say, hi, how are you? He says, I'm good. What are you doing today? I say, nothing, you. He says, trying to see you, smiley face. If you're down, what do you have in mind? Now I say, what do you have in mind? Because Brandon, the ball is in your court, dude. Like, you want to take me out? You plan the date. Why am I planning the date? Absolutely not. He says, maybe you can just pull up. We can order some food and chill. Do you want to get robbed, Brandon? Do you want to get robbed today? You want to invite a strange woman on the internet to your house on a first date to get robbed, sir? He then proceeds to say, we can Hulu and chill and hopefully you like tequila. Babe, so you're trying to get me drunk and you're trying to get me in your house for a Hulu and chill? We graduated from Netflix and chill to Hulu and chill just so you can get some, you know, meow meow, kitty meow meow? Rightfully so. I said, no, thank you, Brandon. Um, He says we can go out if you're down. So now he wants to take me out. Okay. And I didn't have to say much. I said, no, thank you because I'm not interested in your Hulu and chill, bro. And then I say, go out where? Because the ball is in your court, Brandon, not mine. He says, let's go to Santa Monica. To the beach that's free? No, sir. I said to a restaurant, and rightfully so. You're going to spend some dinero on another day. Oh, the humanity. I am absolutely flabbergasted that somebody is having this conversation with her. Now. There's men that get down bad. There's men that aim low and hit high. And I'm telling you, this is a black man talking to her. This is a ninja. Without a doubt. And uh, shout out to our brother here who reminded us King of Space says that gap was what they took from him. And he says, took from that ninja coach. You're right. And I I didn't catch it. But yeah, the woman that was dipped into her purse to wave the uh, firearm around. That's what they stole from him. And they knew where it was. Thank you for clearing that up, King of Spades. But uh, here it is, guys. Here it is. This is what we're dealing with. When we talk about low standards. Not only do we have low standards for the guy having a conversation with her. It could be an older man. I have no idea. But he's trying to hit it real quick. He's trying to get it for free, obviously. And she's been already been used. So she don't want to play that game. So what does she do? She raises her standards. Now, despicably, she raises her standards, so she doesn't want to be used. She doesn't have to have these conversations, nor does she have to tell the guy, hey, you need to take me out to somewhere, a restaurant, not to the free beach. All right, so he's trying to do it the free way, and uh, she's not going for it. So her standard raises up, but the problem is her standards raises up, and this is who she's competing against. This is who she's competing against right here. Not only is she competing against her, she's competing against this woman. Right here. For the same guys that take them out, wine and dine, treatment, and all of that stuff. You know who she's also competing against? She's competing against uh the this this woman. I'm gonna have to turn the volume down. She's competing against this woman. Okay. It is a very, very flooded marketplace if you're a guy that is perceived as, hey, I'll take you on a date. Uh, you're valuable. He could have anybody from three all the way up to nine and possibly 10 if he's really, really wealthy. This is who the competition is. And they all think and deserve, hey, hey, I deserve the highest of high standards, the best of best treatment. And there you go. Take a look. Who you going home? Who you going to try with? And there's not much in between. 
There's not much in between. I know women are like, no, those are just those type. There's really not much in between in this marketplace. As a matter of fact, can I tell you this? I was driving um, uh, yesterday. Another story, and this is kind of a horror story. I'm driving. I'm going to, uh, this is the same trip where I saw the Gordita and the young guy. I'm driving to uh, Bass Pro Shop, and there's a car that pulls next to me. It's a small economy car. There's a woman in the back waving at me. She's like, hi. Now, you guys got to understand. I'm in a truck, highly elevated. My windows are tinted. You can't see me really clearly in the window. But the, the truck that I drive, probably a woman's not driving it. So this young woman is waving from the back seat. Now, most people would be like, I, I immediately said, what the hell's going on? Then I looked on the car. It said, just turn 21, buy me a drink with the cash app on the, you know, they drew it in a color pencil, right? So just turn 21, buy me a drink, cash app. And this bitch is sitting in the back waving at trucks, strangers, men, people who she perceives to be men. Like this is, this is crazy. They happen to go to the same location as I was in. I didn't realize it until I was coming back out of the store and they hopped in the same car and they were just, Trashy, trashy, right? Threes and fours. But guys, this is the shit they're, they're doing, man. They're doing this now. I, I, dude, they're doing this now. It's crazy. It's out of control, the stuff that people are letting slide. So the idea, ah, it's not those, it's, 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 I, I'm not those type. It's those type you're dealing with. They're all doing crazy shit like this. It is absolutely insane. Yeah, man, I'm like, man, this is nuts out here. They, they're all doing some scandalous ass shit. Anyway, here's another one right here. This is the last one, and I'll get back to the show and the Super Chats. Appreciate you. This is a woman says, first date with New York City finance, bro. Point of view, you're on the worst date of your life. All right, I'm interested to hear this, and this is definitely a Millie Mouth muskrat. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Okay, and uh, she's got a glass of wine. Let's listen to the video. I mean, you're never going to, like, beat the market buying individual stocks. There's very few hedge funds every year that even beat the S&P 500, which is, like, the main index for the economy. Stocks across the board are, like, pretty compressed right now because oil futures are, are pretty, uh, obviously, airlines have a really large fuel expense. They're really worried about their ability to pass that. What stand for? Right. Discount too thick. The barrel bench 135. So I went up quite a bit. I think I look like I'm in better shape. You can only stay in shape until you're so old. You can stay in relative shape, but you're only. So you want to go back to your place or mine or? <laughs> she smiled. Now here's the thing, man. That, again, again, I want to preface this. Gen Xers and Boomers, if you're not in this marketplace, you don't understand what's going on here. And a lot of your things that you want men to do, you don't understand what they're up against. For instance, you can be recorded at any point. A woman can quickly record you at any point doing and saying or doing what you're saying you're doing. And we've caught men doing that. They'll try to run up and run game and Mac and cold approach. And the woman immediately records the guy. 
that's going to put your game and your thing. You got, And they don't mind exposing you on the Internet. And, yes, some people will find you. And if you have a job, they will get you fired. We actually saw that happen to the guy who yeeted in Yaga, the woman's wig. It only took them to trace him down to meet and get him fired. So you're uh, uh, women under 30 will record your ass doing and saying anything that you're saying. If you get mad at them, yell at them, say something out of order and all these sorts. So this woman says, I'm going to record this. This is so crazy. I'm going to record it. Now, she didn't record his face, but she recorded the conversation. His conversation is probably not date conversation, but what do you want? One of the comments, two of the comments were brilliant. Okay, it's, this is not what I would suggest on a date, but he was just being himself. And it says right here, check this comment. I think it's a woman. I think this a woman. Look at the comment. Y'all wanted six figures. Here he is. Make your choice. Indeed. Make your choice. You wanted a six-figure guy. I don't know what you think six-figure guys are. Six-figure guys probably are egomaniacs. That's why they make six figures. Six-figure guys probably think about their job 24-7. That's why they probably have six figures. Six-figure guys work 60 to 80 hours a week in many, many instances and weekends. The thing is, these women don't know how to treat six-figure guys. You wanted a six-figure guy. You wanted a high earner. You wanted an ambitious guy. Well, there he is. How you going to treat him? You should be catering to what he wants because he's the six-figure earner. You obviously targeted him. Because you thought, oh, he's Wall Street. I'll target him. Well, he's a, he thinks Wall Street 24-7. Okay? It's always his hustle and his business first. And that's what's going to be talked about. If you don't want to talk about it, and you want to talk about the shit on your, the useless shit on your mind, and you make $30,000 a year, and you want a high figure, 40, 50, or you make 80, I deserve a guy that makes six figures, equal or above me, well, here he is. He's all yours. <laughs> yeah, they want six-figure scammers. That's true. They want ninjas. Again, this mindset of they, they're going to get a guy who earns money and then but has all this time to dedicate to her. All this time to, what do you want to do? I want to do what you want to do. I'm going to make you feel good. I want to treat you. I want to cook for you. I'm, in their mind, the guy that makes all this money also is going to have her as a priority. <laughs> right and so oddly enough i think that guy sounds like a wall street finance guy i probably wouldn't talk about my job like that i wouldn't put my shit out there but for her to act annoyed best comment here's second best comment he was giving good advice though <laughs> he was giving good advice in fact i want a guy who's a mentor who knows how to help me invest who knows how to do this he's smart economically and guess what there he was. There's your mentor. You probably could have made a lot of money on this ninja. But nah. You want to talk about Taylor Swift, right? You want to talk about Taylor Swift to a ninja that, that's a high earner and highly ambitious. That guy looked like he's going somewhere because he's like, I'm in it and I'm about it. But she's like, I don't want that guy. It's crazy. <laughs> and yeah, dude, I bet you he gave her tens of millions of dollars worth of game. He was, he was giving her mad game. And, of course, he wanted to bang that out. This is also why Wall Street, guy, Wall Street guys deal with hookers. This is why they deal with hookers. 
This is why they'll marry a woman, keep her all the way out in Long Island, and be banging hookers at the office. Ain't got no time for this shit. She wants the world to be about her, but also high-earning men. These are the standards. And guess what? Not only is she competing against herself, she's competing against this woman. She's competing against this woman. She's competing against uh, this woman. Can't you see the field is small? The field of these eligible men where they're going to be about her and only her is small. And this woman's exceptionally average to below average. Very mealy mouth muskrat. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to, like, beat the market buying individual stocks. There's very few hedge funds every year that even beat the S&P 500. He putting her up on game. And by the way, I've actually made this point as well. Women have met high earners, celebrities, entertainers, rich guys, men who make six figures, and they get nothing from them but hard salami and bubble gum. If they get that, maybe 500 to 1,000 bucks. And then they back home with that peace leave stanking, and they got to repeat it again. Meanwhile, men, you never get opportunities like that to get free consultation and information. You get zero opportunities. You got to pay $1,000 an hour to get that type of consult that he's giving her. <laughs> yeah, the conversation is pretty painful. However, what what do you expect? Now, for me, I don't like anybody knowing my business. But what do you expect if you target a guy because he was a he works on Wall Street? He's a finance guy. She targeted him, him for that. Just to be honest, let's be real. The only reason she went out with him is because he was in finance and worked on Wall Street. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. But women will be on a millionaire's boat and come off with zero game. Zero life advice. Zero money. Zero invest. They'll come out with zero at the end of it. Because their game is to lock in at least long term and or get a baby, a false allegation, something out of it. It's crazy. Crazy. But anyway, I wouldn't have done that. I, I think what he do, did was kind of whack and lame. However, I'm going to tell you, he probably gets a lot of dates in New York City. Just being a finance guy, I work in finance. He's going to get a lot of dates. And he probably gets laid and probably buys hookers too. But it is what it is. But he gave her so much game here. Which is like the main index for the economy. And look, crickets. She dropping an IQ points. Gone. Because she wants to talk about, she wants to talk about basketball wives and Instagram and makeup. And she wants to talk about traveling. Oh, I love traveling. I love traveling. Traveling's my favorite pastime. Traveling is not a pastime. It don't take no damn effort to travel. It only takes money. Let's get to the rest of the show. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? She like, just give me some money. Just just give me access to your money. I don't want to know how you make it. Let's get to these super chats. We got a great, great show. I'm going to put up another question, pose another question. We're going to have to get personal on this question. So hang in there. All right, we might offend some people. We're going to talk about standards coming up. And uh, let's get to these super chats. Let's get to them. Let's get to them. Shout out to, uh, hmm. how far am I back? Did I get a Jedi? I'll, I'll say it again. Shout out to a Jedi real quick. 
He says, I make six figures plus, and I'm still poor. And fellows, like the coach is trying to tell you, these women don't really want you and never have. I think that's the final point to uh, we have to live with. Yeah, we got to live with that. We got to live with that. Uh, it's getting harder. I know there's some, like, three women watching me. This is not true. It's getting hard for 30 and under. And remember, my show is for advice for men 35 and under, 35 to 45 and up. I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about what I want. I'm not trying to. I'm, but we got to admit, men 30 and under have it wild as F. It's wild for them. If they are 30 and 35 and make a, a six figures, it doesn't necessarily make things better for you because what they find out is this. This is the treatment that they get right here. This is the treatment that they get. The money helps, but it doesn't improve the quality of woman that dynamically. It improves, it improves the access to women. It improves your ability to entertain them or attract them. But the quality of woman doesn't jump up exponentially, meaning that she's just that much of a better woman. In fact, you'll get targeted by tons of apex predators. That's the current Western marketplace. If you go overseas, it's slightly different. It, you get a little bit more of a quality. But in America, you'll just get attached. You get, get, get targeted by apex predators. Women that, women that look like this thinking they deserve the world. I know what I deserve. It is downright awful. And people always say these don't lead with your wallets. We got to start flushing these tropes down the toilet. This is the marketplace you're in. Monetize. This shit is ridiculous now. This ain't 2018 or 19. If you're saying these things, this is not the marketplace for that shit. <laughs> Everybody's broke. Ninja, everybody is hungry. They want something. If you don't have no wallet, Ninja, you out. If you don't leave with your wallet, Ninja, you're going to struggle. If you leave with your wallet, there's no, there's no segmenting that shit no more. There used to be a way to segment it and be like, leave with your wallet. Don't. What? <laughs> All, these women are monetized. Back when that came out, don't leave with your wallet, women weren't that monetized. Today is different. It is completely different. Ninja, a wallet could be anybody with 50 bucks at this point, and they will come after you. They will come after that 50. They will come after that 50. Whether you got 50 bucks or 50,000 bucks, they don't give a shit. They coming after it. <laughs> But this is old. This is old concepts that t men are teaching you that lead with their wallet. That's exactly what they're doing, but they ain't telling you. For instance, I've exposed a lot of these guys that say that they rent prostitutes. A lot of these guys that do that and they go some places, they be at brothels. A lot of them dealing with whores and Instagram sluts and tramps. They're doing the thing, the very thing. They're telling you the very thing that they do. They're buying nice cars. They're doing all that shit, living a lifestyle, VIP, flying in first class. They're doing exactly that. <laughs> then they telling y'all ninjas at home, they're telling y'all ninjas at home, don't leave with your wallet. Get the fuck out of here with that book. These are old, old concepts. And yes, five years ago, 
We've we've left that. Let me just tell you one more time. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. And let me tell you, the reason why I know this, let me tell you, the reason why I know this, because the dark side, the dark side <laughs> is what's going right now. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about anybody specific. I'm just telling you, those old concepts are gone, gone. They're gone, gone. But anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, just just don't don't get caught up into these ideas because look, y'all naming names. I didn't name no names. Where we at? Try not to get caught up in that because you're going, you're going. Don't leave with your mouth. Don't leave with your wallet. You're just gonna do. I got the mouthpiece. That's basically what you're saying. I'm going to make her love me for me. I want somebody to love me for me. Like they're never going to see your house, your car. They're never going to see anything. They're never going to see anything. You're just going to mouthpiece them to death for five weeks. They're not going to see your shoes. They ain't going to see your watch. Ninja, you're going to come in with your Casio. You're going to come in with your fake Claire earrings. You're going to come in with your fake chain. You're going to come in with just a t-shirts and shorts for five weeks. She not just going to discover who you are. You're going to meet her at her house, but you got a nice big house. You're going to meet her in her crummy ass apartment. You're going to greet her at her crummy, crummy ass apartment. And she's never going to see how you living better. <laughs> nah, we just ain't going to leave with none of that. We're going to make her fall in love with me. And then, then she'll know. I'm going to just run game on her for five damn weeks. Beat the peace leave up for free. You run in with your Casio. Leave with your damn bands and your, your, your Nike Cortez. Yeah, she ain't looked your shit up. She ain't Googled you. Yeah, yeah None of that shit. We, we ain't leading with that wall of shit. I'm going to drive my Honda Civic to her and I'm going to leave my Porsche at the house. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Like, how long are you going to do this? We got to be realistic with some of these things. This is going to keep keep meeting her at Arby's. You're just going to keep talking to her until she's like, oh, I figured out I like you, and then you're going to show her the life after that. All right, after you didn't leave with your wallet, then you're just going to open up. Look at what I have. Mm. <laughs> like these concepts, these concepts don't make sense. Then you're going to show her what you got now. Oh, look at what I got. Look at what you got. Now that you like me for me, and you like me for my mouthpiece, <laughs> it's like yo we gotta stop man we gotta stop that don't that don't maybe you just want to smash it and hit it once all right i suppose but these don't make no sense like think of this shit long term you're gonna keep doing this and doing this and doing this just don't make no sense still meeting her at the damn uh panda express the entire time i ain't gonna show you how i'm living i ain't gonna leave with my wallet like yo come on man all right man it's kind of weird out here but anyway let's let's get into it i gotta catch up shout out to uh did i get you a jedi i did he says mo paul says a rapper named beat king had some great quotes printed on his shirt number two of my favorites or two of my favorites are booking flights not buying pampers and you ugly if i'm not shy (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, that'd be good there. Freemitters, appreciate you. Uh, Clifford Charles says content spaces are opening all over New York City and they're being booked for spicy content. What? And I don't even know anything about that. I've never heard of that. To an A, putting together an investment group to buy property on Figueroa, he says, going to build a buying fixing space. Once that ish is legal in a few years, think ahead, fellas. It's going to be Amsterdam out here pretty soon. It will. People don't see it, though. But guys, the pass is not coming back, just to let you know. And this is our, unfortunately, we li- we're living in an interesting time where our decision, our choices is to either pick a woman from the past. She models the past, not the present or the future. Shout out to the ladies that are listening to me. She's like, I'm not like that. So the woman that we want is a woman that models the past, what women represented in the past, and or she refuses to progress to the future, and or we get the woman from the future or the present and then push her back to the past. This is what you, this is literally what I'm hearing us do. This is why I tell you to live the free agent lifestyle. You're literally taking a woman in the present or in the future and then trying to bring her back to the past. Hey, you should live like in 2017. <laughs> We should live like, you should live like women from 2004. You should live like women in 1990s. Trying traveling shit. Or you want to take a woman that lives in 2018 and then take her on your path and journey all the way to 2050 without her realizing and waking up. Mm. Ninja, where? I mean, let's get realistic. Let's get realistic. You're going to do this? Or you're going to adapt. I've chosen to adapt. My strategy is adapt. I've adapted to the current time. I've also adapted to how to protect myself going forward. Free agent lifestyle. That's the adaptation. The adaptation. Okay, the monetized marketplace, I'm jumping into it. And like this brother said, let's get invested into where it's going. Because it's going there. Whether you like it or not. (laughs) It's not 2004 no more. We're not sorry for 2004. It's not 1990 anymore for everybody that got to live 1990. It's not that anymore. And if you want to find the needle in the haystack woman that is in that 1990, guys, they're out here, but they're also monetized in a certain way. They're, they're here. They're nice. They're kind of fit and fem- feminine, but they're also like, but I know my worth. Right? They also have that mindset too. So they're still kind of progressive. And they're independent, but they're not. You either, I, my thing is adapt. Some ninjas is trying to take it back to 1982 game. I think you're absolutely, it's crazy to do that because you're just going to end up with low quality women. You're not going to end up with high quality women out here with that bullshit. Not, not a lot of you are. A lot of you guys aren't going to end up like that. Ninja trying to take the DeLorean. Ninja trying to take the DeLorean. All right, but. Again, you don't have to agree with my principles. You can go back and run game. You can go back and uh, cold approach and all that. Sh- go ahead. I mean, I think you're wasting your time. <laughs> I think you're wasting your time. You can do it. You can do the nightclub shit. Do I do? I know dudes that are in nice places. They're not in Birmingham. They're in Dallas. They're in Vegas, and they're doing the cold approach. Bitch, still telling them it's five hundred dollars. I mean, <laughs> five hundred dollars for the night. 
You're just going to end up with lower quality women. And even the lower quality women running around here acting cuckoo. It's the present or the future. Stop thinking what worked in the past because it doesn't work today like that. It just doesn't. Anyway, <laughs> time, time traveling ninjas. Where are we at? Rhode Island Street Preaching Ministries. Shout out to you, brother. All right, that's a good one. I like that. Shout out to King of Spades says that gap was what they took from that ninja. Thank you, man, for clearing that up. Right? Brown through my nose says shout out to the foldable plane Jane in a bind. Yes, indeed. We love him, too. I'm in a bind, Nate. And then this guy even says uh, dating apps are dead now. Even dating apps is passe. I want you to think about how crazy that is. Dating apps dominated from 2013 to 2019. It was inevitably how at least 50% of dates occurred. And they became norm, somewhat part of the culture. Today, the dating app is dead. It's gone. And it ain't coming back. Meaning that what you could get away with in 2015 on a dating app, you can't do in 2024. You won't be able to do it. It's done. The women on there believe it's done. The men are on there believe it's done. Most people are completely fed up with the dating app process. I said it was dead in 2018 going into 2019. You could go back and see my videos referencing it. I was like, this thing is gone. It's gone. It ain't coming back either. And no, no, if a, if a, if a guy came on YouTube right now and said, it says, I'm going to teach you how to message on dating apps to win on dating apps. How many people will buy that course? In 2024, how many people will buy that course? Now in 2018, you could sell that course. How to message girls on dating apps. You would have got people to buy that shit. In 2024, nobody buying that app. Nobody buying that course. They're like, hell no. It's throwing money away. So just think about how fast things are changing between the dynamics. So then you want to tell me some shit that worked with some old street pimp. He's 65 on YouTube telling you who, how he used to keep his holes in check with his mouthpiece. That's, dude, that is bizarre to me. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. <laughs> and if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. And Instagram is a prostitution site. Yeah, you can get some dates and scam a couple of hoes, but a lot of women on there are prostituting themselves on there. Either selling pictures, traveling on the bio, doo-doo, Dubai. Like, women have figured it out. So it's even hard to slide in a woman's DMs now. It's even hard to do that. Like, and you're just a regular Joe. And you don't pay for the check mark, Or you didn't have the check mark prior to 2021. Like, it's almost impossible for you to do that. Because, look, you slide in chicks' DMs. And these girls are like, all right, I got 100 DMs anyway. Who cares? Like sliding in DMs is almost passe. Sliding in DMs is almost a kind of a dead thing to do. If you're just an average guy and you don't pay for the blue check mark, like even that is even difficult to do. So you guys got to really get to the present 
future if you want to adapt. If you want to take the mold of I'll wait five years and go monk and then figure it out, yes. The virtual, it's crazy. But giving me these old tropes so you can cope is not going to work. Not going to work. Shout out to Brown 310. He says, shout out to the foldable plane. Jane Hawkeye cries his best way to avoid the entitled woman in dating is not to date. Not to date. I will tell you, don't uh, just avoid dating outright. I think most women that are single are going to stay single. Like a lot of them aren't going to get married or in relationships. The only thing they can best do is just kind of settle for whatever they want. The best way to avoid title entitled women in dating in current dating, if you're 30, 35 and below, is to not, not date at all. <laughs> all right, that's my advice. All right, Clifford Charles, or accept the trade-offs or whatever, whatever you're doing. Clifford Charles, that woman wants the money but doesn't care how he makes the upper crust of income. Finance man, shout out to you, man. There's a finance guy in the building indeed. Twin A, coach, that chick ruined my breakfast burrito. Please keep her off my screen. I'm starving and can't finish my food. All right, JC says, started a GoFundMe for my Mastodon to get dark skin removed betwixt her legs. She also got a ring around her eyes, but that's just her diabetes acting up. Indeed, Blue Baggins says 304s will get with a man whom is superior to them in every way and still thinks she's doing him a favor that he should bend over backwards for her. I'm, I, I experienced this a lot. But you got to reset their expectations um, um, out here. Stony Montana says, heard it was the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? I, uh, one more thing about it is uh, that, and I'll get to the PayPals and all that. Did I get trigger verse? I'll get you right now. Uh, women think that, again, like they said, they think they're doing you a favor. They're almost shocked at how much competition is out here. When they have to compete for men, right? That, that it's it's kind of the crazy thing going on. Even if you perceive yourself as separate, like they're like, "Hey, this is what I want from a guy," and you're that guy. They also believe that you don't have options out here. One of the weirdest things going around. So then they're shocked. They're like, "Wait a minute, what? You have more women? You have options out here? You have hobbies and other interests?" You work on Saturdays and Sundays. So they're like, what am I competing against? This is because women don't know how to treat men who make six figures. They don't. Not all women do. Let's, hit, let's get 1,000 likes. Not, not a lot of women do. They want a guy that makes it, but they don't know how to treat that guy. So then they'll be like, okay, he got six figures, good. I make 75,000, we'll put it together, and then we'll just go out separately working and come back I won't help you at all. Um, when you wake up in the morning and you go work out, uh, I'm going to go work out too, and then I'm going to go out. See you later. I'll be back at 6, and I'll see you. And uh, if you beat me home, uh, start dinner for me. These bitches out of their mind. You're like, what? <laughs> They're like, uh, start dinner without me, and uh, you know, uh, if, if I have to work a little overtime, uh, I'll be back. And 
Like they're giving you nothing. They're just going to keep doing what they're doing. And they got you. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you won't, you won't cheat on me because I'm the best thing going here. I make $75,000 a year. You ain't never going to find another woman like me. They think that there's no other competition out here. This is how they're presenting themselves. And then when they find out they're competing, they'd be like, huh? <laughs> or they find out you have leverage enough to tell them, this is what you're going to do now that you got me. They'd be like, what? Uh-uh. They, they're absolutely, it's absolutely incredible to see their mind melt when there's more competition. Yep. Or they have expectations. But a lot of guys are begging for these women, so, or you're not being direct with them, and then they have to, you have to play this game. Triggerverse says, I'm at the gym. Now we'll catch the replay as a ninja. I came in to say ninjas got them lower standards, LOL. I see buff brothers chatting with bloated gorditas all the time. Maybe he loves her. <laughs> Somebody said, I had a sloppy yogurt tell me that. Yeah, it is one. Of, it's bizarre out here. And if you aren't out here, you don't see it. You're not seeing it. But a lot of guys are having to deal with this shit. Now, if you're in Malaysia, like, oh, what, you do, what you do, Sean, is... Emmanuel says, Spotify has created a program specifically for lesbians. When I saw it, I realized why the main organizers were not interested in connecting with me on LinkedIn, but she did connect with other women who attended both job fairs made by Spotify, and then it went uh, to over Spotify that I went to over two years ago. There you go. So they're targeting those groups of people. There was a person that uh, had a long-ass chat. If you can condense it a little bit. Loud Pocket says, Coachy, I got sent to the principal office for that crotch chop by DX. They also made me wear the rock t-shirt inside out because the front said, know your role. And the back says, shut your mouth with the big Brahma bull flexing. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, did I get, I'm going to get one, two, three, four, and I'm going to get on. Kayla says, uh, religious people want to only follow the one man, one woman model, but God allows Solomon to have 700 wives and 300 concubines. Men are not naturally monogamous by any means. Thank you, brother. And uh, let's see here. We got one, two, three, four. Did I get Stony Montana? Benjamin says, Coach Greg, shout out to you. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for that. And then we got... Let's see if I can say your name. That's why it's taking me a while. Uh, let's see here. Irvin says, I found your show a few months ago, and I want to say thank you for destroying my ego. Every ounce of hope I have pertaining to relationships, cohabitation in the new world we live in. Because of you, I've come to acceptance, and I can adapt and be the man that I need to be. God bless you, coach. I think it again. And some people believe with me, even some dating coaches. And I agree with them. You have to be a man first. Like, you got to be a man first. Once you get to a, being a man first, you got extreme leverage. Now, some people, you know, being a man, is you got to kind of understand what that is. But once you say, I'm going to just be a man for me, ninja, everything becomes a little more simpler to deal with with women. Everything becomes a little bit simpler. Does it become easy? Do they become easy to manipulate? No. But what happens is you have way more shit to do than these women. 
I know I used to listen to people say this and I didn't get it because I was still using women as my sole source of validation. Whether it be my wife, my girlfriend, uh, who uh, women that don't acknowledge me, don't smile, rest in bitch face, don't, don't look up at me when I walk by them. They were somewhat my ego. My ego was attached to them. And as women started to change, the need for them to seek outside validation from men decreased. They had dating apps and social media and such. So then when you approach them, it becomes, okay, next up, next up, who are you? Prove yourself. Even women that wanted men to approach, they didn't necessarily make it easier. They just said, I want you to approach. And they sit there in Starbucks, don't give you no eye contact. They walk by you and don't look at you and then wonder why they don't get approached. So they are not making it easy to approach. They want it, it's, it's still hard because you really can't tell. And then even when you approach, then it's a, they got to play the game of hard to get and coy and mm, let me take your number. Here's your social media. You still got to play that game. Now, watch this. When you become who you need to become, whether it's your career, whether it's through your hobbies, this is the free agent lifestyle in a nutshell. Those women become unusable other than sex. So when you have 15 hobbies, Women hate competing against 15 hobbies. They hate it. This is why they want you to say, I like traveling, going to the museum, and watching rom-coms, and binge-watching Netflix. This is all a little pity shit that they do. And also, those are the things that benefit them. I like trying nice restaurants and new restaurants. These are things that they want to do. But me, I got 15 hobbies. They're competing against this. But I don't have 15 hobbies just to occupy my time I have it because this is what I like to do. So when I say I have free time on Friday, I'm going to the shooting range in the desert. Do you want to come? If she says no, you can still go. (laughs) You ain't waiting for this bitch to say, yeah, I want to go or not. The opposite happens when you don't have any other interests but bitches and they are your ego. Then you're saying, I want to take you to dinner. There's a nice restaurant I want to try out. I want to take you to. Then when she says no, your ass sit at home without shit to do. Because AKA, you can't barely afford to go do any goddamn thing to begin with. All of your resources is going to try to take a bitch out. If I tell her I'm going on vacation, I'm going on vacation whether she coming or not. Most likely I wanted to come anyway because I already got the trip planned. I don't need you to be there. I'm going to, there's women when I get to where I'm at. A lot of guys ain't getting there. You can't go to the movies by yourself. You can't go to a sporting event by yourself. You always got to find some woman to go with so you can feel good about yourself. I done told you this is the free agent lifestyle. Do some shit that you want to do. I think inevitably what you will find is women that have interest in the things that you want. It'll be much easier to talk to them. Everything becomes easier, whether you're hooking up with them, whether you're going to marry her, whether they're going to be your girlfriend, inevitably you'll go and they're going to be women there. 
And they're like, oh, you like the Arizona Cardinals too. Yep, I like them too. Okay. And then you don't have to beg the bitch. Well, I don't like football. I don't give a shit if you like football or not. I'm going to the football game. Well, can't you just, no, bitch. How about we go to a nice brunch place that serves Italian pasta and we can drink wine? No. I'm going to the football game. You want to come? No? Okay, bye. So these are the things, man. When they bring up, when they ask you, do you have hobbies? They're not asking to see what you're interested in. They're asking to see what you're, they're competing against. If you said, yep, I like five hobbies. I got this hobby, this hobby. I, co- I collect Yu-Gi-Oh! I collect firearms. I shoot. Uh, I collect remote control cars. I fix motorcycles. She already out. She's like, she heard that shit. She gone. They don't have nothing else better to do than to do stuff pretty much on your dime, on your time. I was thinking of trying out this new restaurant. I want to go to this new restaurant. It's a new sushi restaurant on the other side of town. I was thinking of trying it out. Good. Let me know how it's, let me know how it is when you try it out. <laughs> All right. But what they want you to do is they want you to take them to the new restaurant to try it out. This is how they do. And guys, when you become that guy, that female validation, the need for it becomes less. And you see them for who they really are. Cause the little things that they like to do are meaningless to you. But, when you are not that man, you'll do those things just to try to entertain and please her. Anyway, it's one of those things that people don't get. And I know I get some bite back from this. I tell them what I'm going to do, and then they follow. That, that's a date. That's what a date should be. If you go on fishing, I'm, what are you doing this weekend? The minute you say nothing, you lost leverage. But the minute I say, hey, but she says, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, I was thinking of going fishing. Ugh, I don't like fishing. Okay, bitch. Well, that's nice. I'm still going fishing. Mm. I think I wanted to see you this weekend. Bring your fishing gear. <laughs> All right. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to cancel my fishing trip for you. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. But I was going to go fishing. I planned it. That's what I'm doing this weekend. Well, t- text me when you get back. I'll be cleaning fish when I get back. Do you like the clean fish? <laughs> like, <laughs> but ninjas will do anything for puss. All right, you'll cancel your fishing trip. And guess what's going to happen when you cancel your fishing trip? I'm going to see if you know what happens when you cancel your fishing trip for this bitch. Tell me right now in the comment section. What's going to happen? Because this should happen. She should absolutely do this for you, and you deserve it. You're going to say, okay, I won't go fishing this weekend. What you want to do? You're going to cancel your fishing fishing plans, and then you're going to make plans with her. What is she going to do next? Everybody know it, and everybody been there. That bitch going to flake. She going to go ghost, radio silent on your monkey ass. You're going to wake up. And or she going to show up, but she going to be on her period. And then you don't wine her diner. You went to Italian lunch. You brought her back home. You want to get in that punani. She going to say, I ain't got my, I'm on my period. I can't do nothing. <laughs> she either going to flake or ghost or cancel reschedule. Inevitably. 
And now it's too late for you to go on your fishing trip. You would have been out there fishing. You would have had three, a couple of largemouth bass. <laughs> so that, that is what I'm talking about. She fell asleep. Damn, I fell asleep. We were supposed to meet for lunch, brunch, huh? Yeah, okay. Uh, can we push it back to eight? Then you, you would have been back from fishing, stanking. <laughs> you always, they always follow you. And if they don't want to, that means you ain't that guy and you ain't got the leverage or you don't have the fight. There's something you ain't got. But you always say, if you got, you got some plans this weekend, yes, I do. I absolutely have plans. Okay, you could be a part of those plans. You want to go? If she's uh, bye, dude. There's so many women out here; it's ridiculous. All right. Anyway, and these this isn't even for guys that don't want to date or do want to date. Even if you're a guy that says I gave up on dating, coach, I don't need this information. Yes, you do. Yes, you the hell do. Because a lot of guys listen to me that don't date, and then inevitably you'll get curious and want to go out and date, and then you'll go out and date. And then you'll be dealing with bullshit because you didn't listen. <laughs> it's you first. Read my book, Free Agent Lifestyle. That's exactly what I talk about. You come first. Your shit comes first. If you just like to be out with women dating and going to restaurants, good. Choose the restaurant. Hey, listen, we going to the steak restaurant. I don't, I don't like steak. I'm vegan. I don't give a shit what you are. I'm going to the steak restaurant because I want steak. What, what makes you believe I'm supposed to go to the restaurant you want to go to? I'm still going to the steak restaurant. You coming or not? No. Okay, next. <laughs> you just turned down a nice steak restaurant. You could have been eating something off the vegan menu. I'm sure they got something, but bye. It's what I want to do. I'm going to damn Top Golf. I don't like golf. Okay. What does that have to do with me going to Top Golf? I was going to Top Golf with or without you. Or I'm going to call the next woman and she will come to Top Golf. What are we doing? <laughs> it's crazy. Get the book, Free Agent Lifestyle. Next woman, next, cancel. Talk to me later. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. How's Monday sound? It doesn't sound good. You're in the back of the line. I'll talk to you in a few weeks. One more thing. If a woman gets out of line, she steps out of line. She was like, I want to see you uh, on Saturday. Well, I'm doing something Saturday. If she starts saying what about Sunday and Monday, do not schedule with her. Because she's now dictating. Well, not this Saturday, but maybe two Saturdays from now. You missed it. <laughs> All right, look, trust me, you're not missing out on any damn thing. Because she's just trying to just see what you got. And look, my days are packed. My schedule's packed. All right, you just don't get to call your shot. I'll see your ass in a few weeks. Anyway, leveraging options. And this takes time. It doesn't take, it, you can't do all of this shit overnight. It takes time. All right, no government name. What says, what's up, coach? Once on a date, a woman pointed out the fact that I might have things going for myself just by the way I talk, not because I'm black and speak proper English, but my mindset and thought process during the conversation. Women know, fellas, CG8, you brought a woman pointing. Wait, you brought, I think you said you brought up a woman pointing men's watches out. Guys think women are dumb out here. They know who to target. So let me get back to the show. 
But they know a guy that has his shit together. And it ain't because he speaks proper English and he drives a nice car. They know a pookie with a Gucci-ass belt. They know, they know a pookie with a Rolex. They know a dumb ninja. They know a dumb man that has expensive things versus a guy that has access to expensive things. They know the difference. But some guys don't understand that. And also, a lot of guys were like, well, she's just going to go screw somebody else too. What does that have to do with me? Right? You, you guys have to understand. Well, they got guys and rotations and options. What does that have to do with you? They're just going to screw Pookie. Guys, what was going to stop them from screwing Pookie anyway? I want to ask you guys, because there's guys saying that. Well, she was just going to cheat and screw Pookie and give it for free anyway. What does that have to do with you? (laughs) Why are you worried about that? Are you going to wife her up? Who cares what she about to do? Because I can't stop it anyway. I can't stop her from doing it. What you want me to do? Schedule her Saturday, Sunday, and Monday so she doesn't get screwed pookie? Who cares? Guys, they're all going to screw them anyway. It, it don't matter. And if she doesn't screw them, what does that have to do with me anyway? Y'all be out here trying to have it both ways like these women. You want them to be at your beck and call. Then you want them to also uh, uh, have nothing to do and you out here earning money and they just sitting on their hands. What do you want from these women, honestly? What do you want for them? You, you want them to have, um, you want them to be making you dinner, making you breakfast, not cheating on you, not on social media. This is 2024. And you want them to uh, listen to you and you make $60,000 and you want them to not have no other, not have hypergamy. <laughs> You want them to live not in your house, no cohabitation, but not be screwing other guys. Y'all care too much about these skeezers and these women. I don't care who, this is my line to them. Yeah, they were up here raging. This is my line. I always say, when you're with me on my time, this is what I expect. When you're not with me and not on my time, that means you're on your time. I don't bother you. I don't bother you at all. Don't expect me to text you. Don't expect me to see what you're doing and how your life is. Don't expect me to wonder who you talking to and where you going. I don't give a shit what you do if you ain't with me. Now, if she my wife and living under my roof, this is going to be a different thing. But that's not what I have out here. I'm not, I'm not looking for that. If she has her own job, I don't give a shit what's going on with you. You're independent of me. You don't have my name. You don't represent me. You don't have my last name. I don't own you, and you don't own me. Meaning that if you're not in my presence, I'm not going to message you. I don't owe you conversation. I owe you zero. Now, when you're with me, I will, what's the attention? I'm going to talk to you. You with me. Right? But. The bitch ain't making me no burrito in the morning. I don't know what the hell she doing. Go back to your own house and go to your job. I'm not going to be. How was your day? Nothing. (laughs) Okay. Mm. So anyway, 
But guys, you, I, I think really, and I don't want to say this, men are trying to control women. They're trying to control them and got no leverage. None. And that's what I find egregious. You're just saying because you're a man. And one day society's going to crumble and they're going to need to be protected by you. That's what you're leveraging. You're leveraging salami between your legs. Well, I have the salami, so therefore women should do. And women should be loyal to me because what? Because what? Because I'm a man. This shit is elementary red pill. It's bizarre. And it's very 2002-ish. This is 2024. Let these independent be independent. But I'm going to let them grab their ankles and send them back to the crib. Bye. Uh, how come you don't text me? I don't owe you a text. Where, did, where does it say I owe you a text message? I don't, I don't owe you one. Oddly enough, women like this more than they believe. And this is what a lot of people aren't telling you. Oddly enough, this seems to work. This seems to make them more curious about you. This seems to make them at least temporarily want to come back around you. They're like, this guy's different. She didn't have eight ninjas to send her a good morning text, and I ain't send her shit. Guess who she's thinking about when she's responding to the good morning text? She's thinking about this guy has not sent me a good morning text, and she's going to text me probably before she texts and responds to you, Mr. Good Morning. But... Because she's going to be like, this guy obviously values himself. He knows his worth. And then she'll test it. Let's see if he really knows his worth. Damn, he knows his worth. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what to tell you. Women are different. It seems to work, especially when you have shit to do. And they realize it. They're like, this ninja really do have stuff to do. Yes, he does. Now, this will work for about five, six weeks, seven, eight weeks. And then they'll go back dump and make a dumb decision they'll go back to the guy that's sweating them well he's giving me attention so i'll go to that and they'll go where the attention flows give it five six weeks they'll be texting you hey big head because they went to where the attention flow uh, was flowing and they end up getting netflix and chill they end up getting hundred dollar uh hundred dollar dates over six week period they end up getting fucked for about five or ten times for free they end up with that peace leave stinking. They end up getting skeeted, pumped, and dumped. And then they back, hey, big head, six weeks later after they got skeeted in. They'll be back. They'll be back to check in. This is, again, I don't own them. And I don't care what they do outside of this. I'm not, that's not my problem. But they'll go for where the attention flows. And they're like, well, he doesn't text me. I'll go to the other guy who texts me. And they'll go and reward that guy. And then they'll get pumped and dumped. And they'll be right back. Hey, hey, how's it going? Just checking up on you. <laughs> They'll end up with an SDI, mouth smelling like somebody's kids. It's, 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 guys, I got, I have it pretty much figured out. There's maybe one or two things that I'm always trying to figure out, but this strategy works like a charm. And I'm not even trying to work the strategy. I'm just keeping myself busy with things that I like. Anyway, um, let's get it in here. Pause. Let's go to the standard conversation. Let's go to this. 
Mm-hmm. Because we'll put up a poll. Freaking sick of this whole All right, I don't want to play that one. Where's the, where's the clip? Okay, this is Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar Johnson black says black men have the worst standards. Now, his perception is going to come from interracial dating. However, I have a slight agreement. I have a slight agreement. Uh, sorry, sorry, I have a slight disagreement with this stance, meaning that he's saying they have low standards. He's only talking about the women from other races, but I'm going to bring in women from same race. Okay, I have two video clips to show you. Dr. Umar talking about black men dating women of other races and their standards. And then there's another clip. Let's go for it. Let's play it. And get the white women that other white men genuinely do not want. You don't get the top of the line white women. You don't. You get leftovers. Look at most of our celebrities. Black men get the white women that other white men genuinely do not want. You don't get the top of the line white women. You don't. You get leftovers. Look at most of our celebrities. Okay, so he he points out Jamie Foxx's baby mom. And um, while she is... I don't know if this is to be true, but this is what she looks like now. All right. I don't know what she looked like when he made, and I don't know if this is his real baby mom, but she didn't look like that more than likely when he impregnated her. If this is true, she looks like this now, right? She looks like a Karen. Now she probably looked decent back then, probably not by much, but I've seen women who looked uh, very attractive, 24 and this is what she looks like at 36 after a baby or two so let's talk about it black men i do agree with 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 dr umar saying that black men typically in general let's throw away the outliers let's throw away the guys i i do see outliers out here as well and i'm an outlier to an extent but i also have been in low standard situations And we do have a woman that's going to say why this happens. We also see this with women because we have to bring women in this conversation as well. Women that get fed up, black women that get fed up with black men typically say, well, I'll go get a white man. I have a woman saying that ain't going to happen. Okay. And she's going to say why. And she's going to say how white men select. Now, there's going to be a conversation that hurts feelings because then people are going to say, Coach, you just self-hating and black men are the top of the marketplace. We get chose all the time. And then I say you might get chose sexually. That would be synonymous of fat women coming in here saying they get they're high on the sexual marketplace because they get picked to be have sex with. They get picked to have sex with a lot. And I'll show you an example right here, uh, right here. All right. So that's synonymous with saying fat women are the top of the sexual marketplace because they get more sexual attention. And they do behind the scenes on Tinder, on Instagram, okay, and DMs. Fat women get a lot of sexual selection. That don't mean they're the top. That means they're the easiest. And what type of women are sexually selecting you? Probably low-grade women, not high-grade. Now, every now and then, you'll get a drunk white woman and a drunk Latina or a drunk Middle Eastern chick or one of them will keep you on the low. Yeah, every now and then. But most of your sexual selection comes from low-quality, low-grade type-ass women. In general. In general. Now, let's go to this woman here. So that we, then we'll vote. We're going to start voting. This woman has an interesting take on swirlers. This is a white woman who has to politely 
let this swirler down on how women, I'm sorry, how white men select partners. And let's go ahead and let her rip. It is a five-minute video. I hope I can play as much of it and fair use. Okay, here we go. In my experience, especially with, and I'll, I'm just going to use Sorry, I have it in chipmunk mode. You know, sometimes I be busy. All right, so let's see here. Here we go here. So this white woman. In my experience, okay. especially with, and I'll, I'm just going to use the term high value, like, like productive, emotionally aware, even non-emotionally aware white men typically don't settle. Mm. So they're not like, like, let's just, you know, you could not even like, like, how do I want to say this? Like spit it out. As a white man, you don't even really need to be offering too much. Mm-hmm. But usually they pick winners. Okay, let's stop it right there. Let's stop it right there. And the reason she knows this is because this woman does not qualify for most white men. Mm. Laura, the white woman. That woman, and trust me, I've been in the suburbs. She's a non-qualifier for top-tier white men. She knows. And she's trying to tippy-toe around it. As to not belittle this black woman because this black woman says, well, I'm fed up with ninjas. I'm going to go get me a white man. And this white woman said, not the high earners. You're not. Because really, those guys don't have to do much. They don't have to bring emotional intelligence. They don't have to bring attention. They don't have to chase women. They don't. They just simply have to be. And they, you qualify for them. They start picking and you must fall and like this woman Laura the white woman here she's outside of the selection process meaning she would have to jump through hoops and hurdles and be that woman she would have to say I'll be the housewife I'll cook and clean she cannot go to top tier white guys and be like well I'm strong and independent and I got a degree that ain't gonna sell to that guy she gonna have to work to, the, the white woman's gonna have to work and so the woman she's trying to let down right here let down easy talking that degree and all that shit, and I'm going to bring the puss. Them ninjas don't care. Them, them white ninjas don't care about all that. Not the top tier. You're going to have to look a certain way, dress a certain way, present. You're going to have to smile. You're going to have to be seen, not heard. You're going to have to not over-interject the conversation when we out networking. You're going to have to play that role. If you don't, you out. The difference between Laura and the white women that win could be as little as 10 pounds. Somebody said the black girl is a consecrator and she's married. I know. It's, she's not talking to her. She's talking around her. She's talking around her. But again, we, 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 we know. We, we can understand the context. She's talking about the swirlers like her that want to say, well, I'll just go over and get me a... She's not talking directly to her. This wouldn't be a shot. They, women don't, they're not that direct. She's just talking in general. Let me set expectations for you. Let me set expectations. The people who want to be like you, that got a white man, the people who want to get that, to go from here to here, you have to be the standard. You don't set the standard. The difference between 
the white women that win, win or, 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 or the women that win with these men is not going to be what you are in your independence and brat. It could be five to 10 pounds. It could be the fact that you come from a good family background. It could be the fact that you're trained to be a housewife. It could be the fact that you're willing to give up a certain portion of your career to focus on the family. Five years, eight years, ten. It could be that you can work from home, but you ain't going to be in the bottom of the house and me waiting for you to come back. Or that's that's the difference. So let me go ahead and let her continue to cook. I might have to get, kick the speed up on her. But this also goes for higher tier men of other races. But these men tend to get the leftovers in any caliber as well because we tend to say, well, love is about this and not about looks and expectations and standards. So even when you do win, the women in your own race will still try to get you to lose. Well, you have six figures, but I also have six figures as well. Let's be a power couple. That's setting you up for losing. So that means she's just going to stay independent and keep her own money. And then you running around here trying to, oh, you the queen, you the pedestal, you the princess, you the queen. Yeah, let's continue. And I'm saying they very generally, very, very generally, right? So like in my experience, like if I were to even think about, you know, in my own family, you know, like most of those people married equal or above. The men? The white men? Yeah, the men. Okay. The men. Yeah, everyone in my family has either married equal or above or far above. Mm. So, you know. They're talking about in looks. But like, and far above meaning like a lot of different things, right? But they're they're definitely, they they understand and they see value. They're talking about in looks. She's talking about, she's not talking about in career, <laughs> right? She's not talking about in career. She's talking about equal and above in looks, meaning they married trophy wives. That's what she's talking about. She's not saying it though. She's not saying, she, what she's saying is you can't just be the average, the far average. They talking about in training. She ain't talking about in equal and above in career and salary. Anyway. And they know how to recognize that. And I think if if you were to just bust it even more open, like more like men in general are looking for someone or a person to add value to their life, period. And I think that goes outside of race, right? That goes yeah. outside of just a white, you know, just a white man or a white man preference. Like, so if you're at the gym, and you're not offering anything of value, you're, you're not, not going to get stares. You're not going to get looks. Yeah. Like that. And let me tell you, listen, as a person that's worked in gyms and rich neighborhoods, communities, Equinox, high-end gyms, private gyms, small box gyms, not 24-hour fitness, not Planet Fitness, in these areas, white men ain't going, when the, when the women come in the gym, the, not say white men, wealthy men, this is Middle Eastern, Asian, black, white. It don't matter. Once you get up in that tier, if a woman walks in that gym, ninjas ain't hawking. Oh, man, look at her, son. Look at the ass. Let me step off the treadmill and talk to her. Hi, baby, what's going on? How you doing? They don't. They sit right back. They're going to look at her. They're going to look at each other like this, and they're going to keep it moving. You know who has to interject in the conversation? The woman. You know who has to start that conversation? You know who has to close proximity? The woman. The woman has to get on the treadmill next to him. She can't get on the frog treadmill and wait for these men to step off their tra treadmill. That woman has to know, I'm going to get on the treadmill next to him and start the conversation. I know people don't understand that. And then he can then 
he'll be like, oh, wow, okay. He'll have the conversation. He'll have the talk. Then he'll take it from there if he needs to. Half the time, he'll be married. Half the time, he'll be married. But he ain't going to walk up to her. He ain't going to cold approach her. He don't need to hover around her. Now, if they end up at the same blender getting a protein shake, she's going to have to put herself next to him in line. Then he might open his mouth. But this is what she's trying to say. Guy, them guys don't have to do no hunting at all. None. The truth, you know, like, you know, and there, I feel like there's also like an air, like an air about you, especially at the gym of, of confidence or anywhere that you are at of confidence. And I think men are pretty good bull, like shit readers and yeah. will, yeah. and can yeah. tell whether you're being fake or not. Yep. There you go. So again, a lot of women aren't prepared for this. So, again, he ain't chasing. He's not starting the conversation. He's not closing proximity. He's not opening up. He's not trying to close. She's saying these men are good at reading bullshit. The reason why they're successful is because they can read bullshit. This is why I say most women cannot. They don't know how to treat six-figure guys and above because they think they can do the same thing that they do to Pookie and Ray Ray. But as soon as she opens her mouth, he's going to realize she don't know what she's doing. And I've actually told you this when I told you over on, on locals, I typically don't deal with rookies. Like if the woman doesn't have experience in the way I deal with them, I don't deal with them. And a lot of people be like, what? I say, I don't deal with fresh turnouts. I don't deal with women just coming over here. Oh, you my first time. I don't deal with women just, just fishing. I don't deal with it because they don't know what they're doing yet. And I'll say, go get some experience, then come back. Because then I can set expectations easier. But I'm not going to mold and teach, and I'm not going to try to figure it out and let you bullshit and play little games. Because you're used to dealing with little ninjas down here. I'm the big fish over here. And whether you believe it or not, you don't have to believe it, but it is what it is. Reality is reality. You over here, gotta, you got to know what you're doing first before you come deal with somebody like me over here. So this is what happens, and a lot of women don't understand that. I'll just go do this, and the, nah, she like they're good at reading bullshit. Let's continue. And if you're yeah. really fake, a lot of people, a lot of guys don't really want to deal with that. And and again, I'm not saying anything about this particular woman. I'm just saying like at the you know finding someone on a hike, like you're not gonna pick up somebody at a, on a hike. <laughs> See, a lot of be, women be doing this. Where am I gonna meet nice guys? Uh, let, let me go on a hike in a rich neighborhood. Let me go to a cigar bar. Let me go to a hotel lounge. Let me go, this is what they do. They start fishing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. And so they bring that same, I'll just go on a hike and wait for a man to find me on a hike. I'll just go to a restaurant lounge a lounge instead of a nightclub and deal with upper class ninjas and I'm going to get five approaches. Dude, you're going to go to a restaurant lounge or a cigar bar. Men are not going to open their mouths unless they're low quality ninjas. Men aren't going to walk up to you like five guys aren't going to cold approach you at a lounge. You might get one. And the cold approach is going to be very, very passive. It's not going to be aggressive. They're going to hear you open your damn mouth and they're going to realize real fast, forget this shit. All right, you just out here fishing and bullshitting. Anyway. Usually right. people are right. with their friends 
and or hiking because they don't want to be around people. So like, you're not going to find someone on a hike. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, you're just saying everywhere. Yeah. Like this guy, where do you find them? Everywhere. They're everywhere. Just look around. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so like doing a video, I mean, my first thought looking at the video was just like, you're telling on yourself if you have a hard time finding a population that's like, the, I don't want to say the most likely to be here, but like white people are a majority in the U.S. So if you're having a hard time finding like the majority of people who exist here, then you're already telling on yourself. Like we know where you're living, or where you're coming well, from. Like, and it's where are you hanging out? Right. Right. And so like all of that matters too. And so it's like, there are certain places and, you know, being in the Bay area for like 10 years, there's places that I knew I could go to where I would be around a majority of white people. Mm -hmm. There would be places that I could go to where it would, I knew I was going to be the only white person there. There you go. So that's another bit of game. She hitting you off with game. So if a white woman goes somewhere, she says, I know where to go to get this type of guy. I know where to go to get this type of guy. If she's white and she says, I'm going to be over here. She just happens to be in your area. She's intending to target that type of guy. More than likely. She's not the best grade of person that's there for you. More than likely. Like a, there's an 85% chance. I know where to go find ninjas. I know where to go find thirsty ninjas. I know where to find the cold approach, the max, the pimps. Women aren't dumb. They know where to find you. And some women go, okay, I'm going to go to the suburbs and I'm going to go find some white dudes. I see them all the time and they don't know what they're doing. They stick out like a sore thumb. They start looking for guys with the classic markers or wealth, which they're not going to find. They start looking for Gucci belt and nice uh, now or later gators and suits, pimp suits, Sears circus suits. They start looking for ninjas uh, with, with, with uh, big fat earrings, diamond earrings. They start looking for that shit. And that guy ain't going to be there. He ain't going to be there. He's going to be very undertone. By the way, if you go to a suburban community, they don't look wealthy at all. It is bizarre. They don't look what you would perceive as wealthy. The men, and they got stacks, fat stacks. Now, that doesn't mean what they have on is cheap. What they have on is very expensive, but they don't look wealthy. They'll have, they'll be wearing Tom Ford cologne. Bitches won't even know it because you used to smelling Fahrenheit and jupe. But they'll have on $150, $200 bottle cologne for an ounce and a half. That's what they'll have on. They'll have on under, uh, what is it? Not under armor, Lululemon shorts. They'll have a hat. They'll have a hat on, look like this. And they're not going to be sloppy. They're going to be clean as hell. And then the only thing that accents them, they're going to have a watch and that watch will be $8,000, but it'll look plain Jane. It'll, it, it won't even look like nothing. But some women know, they'll be like, that watch right there costs $10,000 on his wrist. And they'll have some regular shoes, maybe some Yeezys, maybe some New Balances, maybe some regular Nikes, maybe some Vans, maybe some Chuck Taylors. And they'll have on Ray-Ban glasses, and they'll be keeping it moving. <laughs> and he won't look like very much, and he will be a millionaire. Five times over. <laughs> right? Five times over, he'll be a millionaire. But you, the, the way you can tell is his skin. What does his skincare look like? What does he look like? Is he always lined up and kind of, he looks well kept. 
But the real women, no, I knew a woman that would just go to restaurants and she'd be pointing out watches. Look at him. He got that watch on. But it ain't no diamonds, no bling, no gleam, no shine, nothing. That watch will be $8,000 and it'll be a 1972 Rolex. It won't look like much. <laughs> he will not jump off the page. But what tells you is he lives there. That means he's got to be doing something right. He, yep, he'll have Oakley shades on. He'll be coming from the, 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 the gym. He ain't hanging out late, 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 late at night on a Friday, Saturday. So anyway. There won't be no gleam on the ninja. He'll be a millionaire. Like, if you're paying attention, you can find the places where those people hang out. And then the question is, is like, how do you assimilate to those environments enough to be appealing? Right. But you hit the nail on the head. It's like, at the end of the day, you have to be offering something. Just meeting a white guy doesn't mean that you're going to be getting a marriage proposal. It's like, okay, no. What are you like, how are, yeah, like, how are you adding value to said white guy's life? So the, the difference is the looks matter, but can you add value? That's what matters when you get up to the six-figure guy. So I know a lot of people be like, there's still power couples that are six feet where the woman makes 100 and he makes 100 or they both make. Yes, but she probably owns a law firm for the last 30 years to get to that 250, 300. She's probably partner. She didn't come out of school and say she got a degree. No, she, she made partner after 10, 15 years or whatever. Okay, then they eventually became very wealthy as a result. But she added value first. She had to do those other things first. She didn't just come in and say, hey, I'm a partner at a law firm in the next eight years. Here we go. Continuing here. Especially if he's already well-established, doesn't really need much. Like one of the things that, you know, in my, if I'm just thinking about my relationship with the, with the white guy that I had like 10 years ago, he didn't really need me. There you go. That one right there, right there is where women get caught when they try to get into this game where it goes who got who got standards out here he didn't really need me now the ninjas that be trying to sell me on my girl pays for me you're low grade it ain't even it ain't even close and most men that have wives like that they really don't they really don't need her but what they need for her to do is do what they need for him to do listen i can get another you but if you're gonna do what i need you to do you're in now, women will struggle with this because eventually she'll realize he doesn't really need me. Again, competition, competition anxiety. He's better than me. He really don't need me. Uh, I'm out of my league. Even if she can be, dude, she can be beautiful, gorgeous. He still won't wife her because he knows the beauty and gorgeous is she going to leverage that against him. She still has to feel a need. She can't just say I have money, degree, and a job. She needs to add value to him. This is only a select group of men, like 10%. But a lot of women think they want a 10% guy. I want a guy that makes six figures. Remember this woman? This is what she said. Right here. This woman said it. Okay, what do you provide? What, what value do you provide? Because the six-figure guy really don't need you. He's got, uh, he can replace you at will. All right, let's continue. Like, I was there because he liked my company he likely liked how i looked he liked that i came from a good family 
and that my, you know, and all these things, but he didn't really need my help or like need me. And if you're thinking about like being in a marriage with someone, and I say this all the time is like your, your job as like, if we're taking the biblical approach to it is to be your helpmate to your husband. So how are you helping your partner, the person you're dating, the person you're married to, like, how are you helping them? And what, how are you helping them? You have to offer. It comes back to like, what do you have to offer? Yeah. So the, the whole conversation, what do you bring to the table? Right. If you're talking to a woman and have to even bring that up, she low standard. She's low value. You will not, you are wasting your breath talking about it. This is why I try not to talk about it too much on my channel. Or I'm trying to tell you, that's a low standard woman. And you're like, nah, coach, she thick. Nah, man, you, you just have, and you just like, no, no. In the real world, the woman has to bring value to the man. In the low standard world, the man has to qualify and bring value to the woman. It is not even close. Now, can you still get finessed? Yeah, the divorce great game is big in this community. High divorce rates, high remarriage. Yeah, there's still a finesse going on. But it ain't about love at this level. What value do you bring? Especially if I believe and perceive myself to be high value. And no, this woman don't... No, the six-foot-tall bullshit ain't happening over here. Them white dudes be 5'7", 5'6", 5'8", 5'11", 5'10", 6'1", some be 6'6", 6'4". That hole he need to be six-foot-tall goes right out the window when you're talking about this group of men. Right out the window. None of that shit matters then. It matters a little bit. But that shit way down the list when you're talking about these guys. And she better recognize real fast that you ain't doing me no favors. You're not settling for me. So that whole, that six foot shit goes out the window when you get over here. Let's get, let's get in here. And does that person like what you have to offer? So. Basic stuff. Yeah. Basics. Yeah, basics. Yeah, basics. Yeah. But, the, but, but see, she's realizing women don't have the basics. They don't. And I, when I say women don't know how to treat a six-figure guy, they don't. They have no clue. They think they're just going to go out there and show their ass. Yeah, you're going to get on this boat. You're going to get pornicated with. You might make a couple of dollars. These dollars you make are going to be the biggest money you ever made. You'll be making more at your job messing with this guy, but you ain't never getting behind closed doors. You ain't never going to the country club. You ain't never being presented as this person's wife or uh as his wife you ain't never getting the last name you ain't never getting the family trust fund you ain't never getting your name on the deed of the house you ain't never gonna be seen with this ninja in his neighborhood in public you ain't never gonna be ever ever think that you're gonna be seen by anybody other than the security guard at their gated complex that's it you ain't getting no inheritance you ain't getting shit you're just gonna get used you're gonna be on the boat getting fornicated with and then dropped off in the Lamborghini, in the Maserati, in the Porsche, dropped off at your apartment complex. That's what you're going to get. That's about it. <laughs> All right, anyway, man. And then when it comes to this, when it comes to this, anybody that's playing any other game other than this, you're playing with low-quality women. You're playing with low-quality women, Period. And some of these women will leave these communities because they can't compete 
and then they'll be with you inevitably, especially for older men, late millennials up to uh, boomers. When it comes to Gen Z, it's slightly different, especially when you talk about the interracial component. I do see young black men with some very good, attractive young women. All right. So they're not just dating fat broads anymore, the young ones. But those guys inevitably will be, they'll have something exceptional about them. They'll be tall, athletic. They have a full hell of big, big. But it's not just easy. Those guys also have a sense of he's lucky to have her. So I'm seeing guys like this. They're dealing with flatbacks. They're dealing with top-tier women. But that woman is also a bikini model on Instagram. She also might have an OnlyFans. She also has access to a bunch of ninjas like that, right? So that guy doesn't have a position where he's comfortable. And I got my girl on lock. So if you're talking about 25 and under and a young man, he's higher value, meaning he's tall, athletic, good-looking, handsome, muscular, and he has a girl in his age group, he ain't got that girl on lock. But he ain't, he ain't got fat bitches either like that. So he got a good-looking girl, but he don't got her on lock. He don't got her on lock. He don't have a leverage position. <laughs> he don't have that leverage position at all. I mean, he's good-looking and all. That's all he has. At the end of the day, she like, I got to go see Sugar Daddy right now real quick. Him, Daddy. That same guy, that same guy, I see his girl. That same guy, I see his girl from time to time to fix his bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who has the lowest standards on the dating marketplace? Let me go ahead and, um, or that same girl will go to Dubai. That same girl will go to Tulum. That same girl will get flown out. That same girl, <laughs> you're going to have to watch her. You're going to have to stalk her. You're going to have to stalk that woman because you ain't got nothing. Where we at here? And you better hope she loved the shit out of you. Who got the worst dating standards? Oh, I'm going to end the poll. Out here. And don't let that girl be in Miami. Don't let that girl be in Los Angeles, Vegas. Don't let that girl be in New York. <laughs> Where we at here? Uh-huh. And she'll want to go to Tulum. And she'll hop in my car. Uh, where are we at here? Who has the worst? I'm going to have the worst dating standards for men and women. All right. So we're going to do, let's do women first. Let's see who has the worst dating standards. Damn. For women. So we can perceive where we're at. And so this might answer even the original question. All right, white women, black women, Latino women. I, I, I guess mm, I'll have to put Asian and Middle Easterns in the same category. Okay, all right, there's the question there. Answer for women is coming up on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Who has the worst dating standards for women? Who do you think? Then we'll do the worst dating standards when it comes to men. And then I'll bring in, I'm going to kick in the super chats as we switch. Worst 
dating standards? I think, well, I'm not going to answer it right now. Because I don't want to influence the poll. And just please understand, I think close to half of my audience, if not half of my audience, are black men more than likely. So that might skew the poll a little bit, but maybe not. Latina. I think I said Latino women. I meant to say Latina. Sorry about that. Asian Middle East. All right, I started the poll on both channels. I'm going to get to these super chats. Go ahead and answer the question. Then we'll get to men. All right, we got no government name says, what's up, coach? Once on a date, a woman pointed out the fact that I might have things going for myself by the way I talk, and I already did that one, but shout out to you. Thank you, brother. All right, PayPal has kicked me out. So now when we go into it, because I, the reason why I did women first is because then when we would get to the men, you're going to see, you're going to see, you're going to answer your own question. Shout out to Al Hampton in the building. Thank you, sir. Cesar Ramirez, shout out to you, brother. Jacob Wright says paying for cat up front is not fun or fulfilling. Nope, it's not. <laughs> All right. Neither is betting. Neither is playing the lotto. Neither is working. Neither is ninja. Sometimes life. <laughs> All right. But what you want me to do about it? Remember, we only give you things that have trade-offs. There's trade-offs. There's no perfect solution. And I'm not saying the thing is you're going to pay regardless. So here it is. We got Jarius says, what's up for the weekend, coach? I think I got what's these up, already. Nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? JC says. Oh, Blue Baggins says 304s will get with a man whom is superior to them in every way and still think they're doing him a favor. Indeed. Shout out to uh Jaden, Jaden says straight up, leave these birds on, wait, leave these birds on two blue ticks whilst I get my gaming on. That's what you said right there. Peace leave always available for real. I think I messed that up, but yeah, peace leave always available. Uh, Cali, West Miami, what's up for the weekend? Ninjas cancel, canceling your fishing trip is goofy, Ninja. You are the bass who got caught online. Shout out to CGA. In the coach game, indeed. You guys got to realize when you're communicating to women that you don't have anything going on in your life. I don't suggest that you do that. What do you have going on? What are you doing this week? Who are you talking to? Am I the only one you're talking to? Uh, have you traveled? Where was the last time you traveled? Uh, you know, these things indicate your own value, how you perceive yourself. I'm not talking to anyone. She just comes into your life and you're just going to direct all your attention to her. That's an L. When's the last time you took a trip? Five years ago. That's an L. <laughs> so you're communicating. Um, when she says, can we get together? And you say, yeah, when? And you let her pick a day? That communicates no value. You always suggest two options at least for them to meet you. I typically will say, and this is not dating advice, hey, I want to meet you. She says, okay, all right, great. How's Wednesday or Thursday? 
I can't do Wednesday or Thursday. All right, well, I guess I'll talk to you in a few weeks. I'll check my schedule and see, and I'll get back in touch with you. <laughs> if you have no value, she won't care. If you do have value, she'll text you back. Actually, Thursday looks good. Okay, good. Lunch or dinner? Lunch or coffee? What? Oh. Oh, I only have Thursday at lunch. Does lunch work? <laughs> but y'all be like, hey, when do you want to get together? She's like, mm, maybe Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday. How's that work for you? I got it all open, baby. All of them days work for me. Any day you want. Ninja, you just communicated low value. You just communicated you got no value, nothing going on in your life, or you're willing to move anything, move mountains to be with this woman. You, you just got to understand what you're communicating. I'll move everything important in my life just to be and meet you. Hell no. <laughs> All right, anyway. You guys got to understand these are subtle leverages that you're giving up. You're giving up leverage after leverage after leverage after leverage. And then eventually... She'll cancel and flake. That's why they cancel and flake on you. Because they like, apparently, you got just your time wide open. And you have Saturday open. I pick Friday. I can't make Friday. Let me move to your Saturday. Because you obviously didn't have shit going on either. <laughs> right? And then when you say, okay, I'll meet you Saturday after she last minute cancels on you on Friday. You just lost leverage after leverage after le you keep losing leverage. I mean, these are subtle things and mistakes I've made. Then when I corrected the mistake, right? These are mistakes that I made, got frustrated, red pill raged, <laughs> learned a red pill, took time, monk, corrected myself, rebuilt myself, learned to be a man. Then when I started using this approach, the shit got easier. When I stopped, waiting for women to notice me in public when I stop getting fresh to walk out to the mall or go to the grocery store because I want to see maybe if there's a woman there that I might call the pro. When I stopped all that, everything got easier. It all got easier. Then I know, okay, I'm going to put myself in a position to do this. I'm going to communicate that. Everything became way simpler. I don't know, man. This is just a mindset. But you, you can't start off with this and still feel bad about yourself. You still got to start building yourself up first. All right, shout out to Coochie Crook King Kong. I can never get that right. Floyd Holt says, chill out with the Jupe CGA. My grandpa wears Jupe. I do too. I actually do too. I love it. Still my favorite. All right, shout out to Schedule P. Jason Derulo. Derulo is the latest dude getting me tooed. All right, I'm going to have to check that out, see what's going on. I might miss that hype going on. Somebody says, grew a gray beard. By the way, man, you know, uh, people don't realize. Anyway, I'll skip that. Shout out to Han Solo Shop first says, Chips Ahoy. Indeed. Stiliano says, Drop, I got that right here. Dropped her. Dropped her cane, asked. Me to, oh, she dropped her cane. Asked me to pick it up. Interesting. He says I step. All right. Wow, that's interesting. Dropped her cane. You mean her coca? Mystical free agent lifestyle CGA. I think it's the drifters of all races and colors and creeds that have low standards 
for themselves and for others. Indeed. Indeed. Jones G says another day, more prices info from the coach. I'm only here to help. I'm here to not get you frustrated as a man. A lot of our frustration comes from this. You don't have leverage and you don't have options. This is my belief system. Even a guy that has cold approach and a mouthpiece. One thing they have is leverage and options. Mostly they have options. So a guy that says, I have the mouthpiece, I have the mouthpiece in game. See, I can agree with things and disagree with the, with the strategy. The reason why he's successful, the guy that can approach a woman at will, it's not because he's confident. That's not it alone. You know what it is? It's because he has options. Meaning that if he walks up to this woman and gets rejected, it don't matter. He's still got other women right here. He got other women already before he even went outside. He's got other women in his text. He got other. That's what makes him confident. That's what makes him not fear rejection. He already got options. That's why he can say what he wants to say. That's why he doesn't have to think and squirm. That's what the, that's why he can overcome objections. He's got options. That's what makes him confident. The guy that says I have the mouthpiece or run game or cold approach, he's not doing it for to find his wife and the only woman. So he don't give a shit. <laughs> he already has abundance when it comes to women. He already knows there's another funky woman that he can approach in two minutes. And he got funky women waiting at home, and he got to get these cold approaches in before he go home and lay with another. He, uh, that's because he has options, period. He has abundance. That what, that's what makes him successful. Now, oddly enough, some women don't understand this, and inevitably, they will never approach a guy. They'll wait for men to approach women. And what's going to happen? Most of the men that are going to approach them have already multiple women. Most of the men that are willing to jump and talk to a woman and be confident probably has at least one or two other women, if not more. So inevitably, the top 10% of men will still win. The guy that doesn't have a girl and everything hinges on his conversation, oh, and he's stumbling, stumbling, stuttering. She's going to be like, something was wrong with him. <laughs> uh, I don't like his game. I didn't like his swag. I didn't like something about him. He wasn't confident. He was goofy. But a guy that has abundance, he don't mind. He'll just walk up. He says, it's like sales. Everything is like this, like sales. People can sense desperation from salespeople and a sense of abundance from people who don't even have or need the sale. Yep, just like a sales. If you already know you're the top salesperson, you don't need to need this commission to make your rent. You don't need to force the sale. You speak to people way differently. When I was a trainer and I had people ask me about my training services, I was the same way. When I was booked solid, 
and somebody said, hey, I'm interested in your training. What's the cost? What is this? And can I train at 6 o'clock prime time? I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, ain't going to happen. Listen, this is my service. Take it or leave it. And you get an 11 o'clock. Are you available on 11 o'clock Tuesdays and Thursdays? That's all I got open. (laughs) They're like, wow. Is there any way I can get a discount? Listen, a discount would just be a complete disrespect to my clientele. They're all playing top dollar. Why would I discount you? That would be a disrespect to my current clients that are willing to pay for the service. It's not that you can't afford it. It's that you can't afford not to have my service. I'm the popular, most popular trainer here, and I'm, be, I'm not being cocky. You're in here with the best of the best. Now, they don't have to think you're the best, but I, they just found out that I'm higher value. I'm, I'm requested. I'm successful at what I do, and I don't need your business right now, but I can help you. You just have to... You just have to be available when I'm available. It, it's it's a whole different mindset. It's a different mindset. But if you're just trying to do what? I need my first client. I need this client to make my rent. You trying to do everything. Okay, I'll take 25% off. Okay, I'll bump my client and move them to prime time. Everybody knows desperation. You know a desperate salesperson. You, you, you know a desperate... Uh, a person who just started off at their job and they want to sell you something and they don't know what the hell they talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, by the way, at some point in my business, I became referral only. I became referral only. And the reason why I became referral only was a position of leverage and options. So if you call me and say, Hey, um, um, or you saw me and said, hey, I'm interested in training with you. I see your train. And I would say, um, well, listen, I only take referral clients, meaning those, those clients, the clients that I take on new, you have to be referred by someone. That means you'll value me. And then I could give somebody else a discount for referring me. Oftentimes, I didn't have to do it. People referred me business anyway. But the reason then is that once you get to that position, you don't have to coach and train them of who you are. Your representation precedes you. And then they treat you with respect when they come in there. So at one point, I shut my business down to referral only. So I don't have to deal with other people's bullshit. They were already vetted when they came in the door. I can easily close. I didn't have to tell them who I was and what my degree was. Referral only. And guys, wealthy people in the dating marketplace, that's what they do as well. You got to be referral. You can't just come from Compton and jump in here and come to Newport Beach and find you a husband. Who do you know? So when people call me up out of the blue, hey, I found your information. Okay, where'd you find it? From who? Who did you talk to? And they'd be like, huh? I want to know who told you about me. So I know if you came from a past client or a current client that I didn't like or I gave a bad deal to, or they were sketchy, I would be like, no, I don't have anything open right now. If you came from a preferred client, oh, let's jump into this. Okay, oh, Tammy told you about me? Okay, cool. See? These are all things that people don't have. What you're trying to do is beat the system by not becoming who you need to become, by cold approaching, messing with lower standard women, low-hanging fruit, messing with anybody, bar hopping, nightclubbing, 
You're trying to cheat the system. You're trying to cheat the system. That's, that's called cheating. You're cheating yourself more than you even cheating these women out here. That's what you're doing. And then, then you start dealing with straggle daggles and bullshit and nonsense and people key in your car. And I don't want to take the girl to my house. And she go, dude, you already got her vetted. Don't worry about all that shit. <laughs> right? You worried about shit because you're dealing with straggles and you're dealing with fat bitches that you don't want to be seen. So it's, it's a, it's a bigger understanding of this. And by the way, if you're saying you only deal with higher tier women, I'm going to tell you what, that means you only dealing with five women per year tops or less or less. That means you ain't dealing with 20 women. That means you ain't dealing with 50 body count. If you're only dealing with top quality women, you only dealing with five women tops, maybe a year or in a two year period. Talking about I get the best of the best. Not if she top, how you getting the best top quality women and there's only 10% of them out here. How you got a 50, 100, 200,000 body count, but you only deal with bad bitches. How? <laughs> it don't make sense. And you can't fool me and you can't bullshit a bullshitter. There ain't no way in the world you're only messing with fine, top quality. You better be a millionaire in this bitch. You better be 6'8", dunking a basketball in this bitch, in this hoe. <laughs> there ain't that many top quality women. There's a bunch of substandard, subpar, average at best women out here. You ain't got no boat. Ninja, you ain't paying no puss. You ain't paying up front and you dealing with top quality. Stop. You better be dunking the ball. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you ain't got no boat. Ninja ain't got no boat, no mansion. Ninja live in an apartment in Artesia trying to fool me. Come on, man. Ninja, tell me your zip code, please. Give me your zip code. Stop right now. You dealing with top bad bitch. Okay. Give me your zip code. Let me look your zip code up real quick. Most women, I, I, I have a philosophy. 90% of women are extremely average and subpar. 90. And guys, 90% of men are the same. Most of them are clones of each other at best. And most of them pretty much are high mindset. You don't get much deviance from the rest. One of them is saying the same thing as this one. One of them looks the same as that one. You don't get much differentiating between one of the other. That's 90% of them. They're all clumped in a cluster. <laughs> now, when you get to the top level, if you perceive yourself at the top level, bruh, that's where the difference is made. That's when they open your wine bottle. That's when they pour water into your glass. That's when they start catering. That's when they know their position. That's when they know when to shut up. They know when to be quiet. They know when to talk. Anyway, black women catch an L today, <laughs> sisters, with white women coming in second. Latina, it says Latino women on the free agent page. Latina and Asian Middle Eastern have the highest standards when it comes to dating but they said black women have the lowest. Now, let me go ahead and end the poll. I'm going to do another one, and then I'm going to still do the rest of the Super Chats, and then we're going to close the show for the weekend. 
Now, any one thing, one more thing here. If any woman looks at you and says to you that you don't qualify for her and you accept that proposition, you accept that evaluation and or, and or you think she's subpar or average, Ninja, there's something wrong with your mind. Let's say you think you're good. But then an average, the 90% woman in the middle, clone of herself, high mindset woman, comes to you and, 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 and she evaluates you. Well, I, I don't think you, Ninja, and you accept that? You, one of the lowest quality males walking around the planet Earth, 193 million square miles. She don't have no position to evaluate you. Now, I know women say this stuff, too, but I'm just telling you, they don't really bring much difference. She should know. If she evaluates you and you accept it and you critique it and she said, I don't see no value in you. That means she low grade anyway. She should have saw it. She missed it. Mm. <laughs> All right. But women say the same thing as well. Now, let's go to the men. Which men have the lowest dating standards. You guys said the black women do, but we're going to see what the men have to say about themselves. All right. White men, black men, Latina, Latino, Latino men, Asian. Then I'll put middle Eastern. Now, remember at the beginning of the show, 87% of people said looks are amongst the top two things that they use to critique a mate or select a mate. So looks, don't tell me, well, she could be fat and busted and then still be high value. We can't do that now. Can't switch up on me. Which men have the lowest dating standards? Remember, I didn't say it. The audience said it. So if you have a beef, it's not with me. It's with the audience. Black men, Latino men. And remember, black women came in last, so maybe two peds in a pot, two peds in a pot. Maybe there's something to be said here. <laughs> All right, I'll start the poll over there. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody knows, and all, the exceptions don't count. Where are we at here? Shout out to uh, uh, Double A says, a man that has a purpose in life and has self-independence is a free man. Free agent for life. Men, live your life. Just remember God made you first. Never let an XX lead you. Free agent for life. That's great advice. That's great advice. In fact, women, the, the modern woman today actually would prefer an independent man to an extent. If you're clingy, desperate, needy, you always want her to be there around you, she might go for it, but she might even pull away from you after an amount of time. Age of Machines, one thing I, I'm forever grateful to you in this sphere is for showing us that these women really think and what these women really think and what they do. Took a few L's because of it. Sorry, I'm having a stroke even reading it. Yes. Most of our L's that we took as men, we have to admit, we blame it on women. And yes, they had a, they had a part in this. But much of it was our mistake. 
meaning that we let them do the goofy things that they do to us. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to stop doing goofy stuff when you realize it. But we let them do this goofy shit. And much of it was because we said not all women and not my girl and I trust and you bet. We let them do something goofy and they got away with it. That's what got you. Then I'm telling you, they still going to do this goofy shit. Make sure you nip it in the bud. Shout out to Agent Machine says one thing. Oh, I already got that one. Shout out to Lamon James. This goes back to yesterday's show. Of our men and women compatible, XXs will compete against the guy who allows it. They will self-sabotage or skedaddle on the guy far beyond them. Facts. A woman knows when she's not going to qualify for a guy. Thus, she'll stop. She'll, she'll, she'll disqualify herself. I don't care about the car he drive. I don't care if he got money. I don't care if he got this. Uh, you better care. <laughs> I'll stay broke and be happy with the man that I, okay. River Bacon, appreciate you, coach. What's your favorite color? He says, making an art for your birthday. Here's my Instagram if you want to see my style. Uh, orange is my spirit color, but I wear black all the time. <laughs> all right, shout out to you. Orange be my spirit color. I don't know if I can pull this up as we do it. And I got a couple more chats. Bear with me. See if I can find this. Mm, I can't. Shout out to, uh, did I get Benjamin? He says, hi, coach 36. Waste United Kingdom with glasses and notice an approach means little. How do you keep the conversation going if you looks, if you suspect looks aren't great? If I think I'm not a good looking guy, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't advise you cold approaching. Just simple. Now, I know the cold approach guys are like, no, nah, man, it's about your confidence. But if I don't look a certain way or feel a certain way, I don't advise you out there doing it. You're just going to make yourself frustrated trying to keep the conversation going. I know I'm not, I'm not teaching cold approach. The conversation should be very short. It should include directions and instructions. And it should leave the ball in her court. If you do this opposite, you're going to be a pester. And women will allow you to pester them. Women will allow you to, to, to beg for them. This helps them. This is all attention. Women don't care what the, whether attention is good or bad. So if you say, nah, man, don't, don't, don't give her your number. You take her number and put it in your phone. That way you can call her. Okay, bug the shit out of her and pester her. Eventually she'll give you some pity, poop, peace, leave, or poon. All right. But I'm on my purpose. If I do manage to meet a woman in the, in the public conversation, we talk. Make it quick. Be brief, Ninja. I don't want her Googling. I don't want to sit here and try to figure me out. Hey, listen. Hey, I saw you across the room. Hey, we made eye contact. Good to meet you. What's your name? Sarah. Sarah, my name is Thurleg Greg. Good to meet you. I'm on my way out of here, but I definitely wanted to encounter you. Hey, listen. Let's get in contact with each other. And schedule something. How about we do that? Good. All right. Oh, no. Okay. I don't want to. Okay. Bye. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Bitch. Okay. I'm interested. Uh, okay. Let me get your number. Okay. No, no, no. Why don't I take your number? Okay. Good. I want you to call me before Friday. Because I'm headed out of town. And I might miss the call. All right. Boom. Here's the information. 
have the number. If the bitch don't call you by Friday, Ninja, move the hell on. What the hell? I ain't desperate. <laughs> I gave you the instructions. She, if she's interested, she'll hit. If she ain't, but you gave her a deadline, always give them instructions, deadline, time. Create a sense of urgency. This is sales. This is sales. I'm not trying to teach you how to cold approach. This is sales. Plus, I'm busy. But I took time out of my busy day to talk to you. I don't have time to have a long conversation. Let's leave that for later on. I would like to get to, to discuss who you are later. Here's my number. Call me before Friday. I'm actually going to be headed out of town. My phone won't work where I am. I mean, instructions, urgency, uh, call to action. I mean, I, I just think guys are spending way too much time trying to talk to a woman. We're not that compatible. <laughs> I ain't interested in what she said anyway. I don't even remember her name until she texts me. Hi, it's Marissa. Oh, okay. Uh, Marissa, good to meet you. I was wondering what the hell your name is. Or if she just says, hey, when she texts you, what are you going to say? Who is this? <laughs> oh, you give, you give your number to anybody? Ma'am, what's going on here? I just don't answer numbers that I don't have stored in my phone. How are you? And yes, my number, a lot of people have my number. The fuck we talking about, man? Come on. They're just trying to have a whole long-ass conversation with these women, man. It don't take that long to get to, she knows why I'm here. Want to go back and forth with the woman. Be assertive. Directions, instructions, sense of urgency. That's it. If she says, no, thank you, I don't want your number, why would you be like, well, this is why you want it, and this is my value. Let me tell you who I am. I want to understand who you are. Tell me who you are. Well, I don't know you. I don't know your name. Okay, well, you ain't going to know me tomorrow either, so let, let me keep it moving. I think you guys are trying to do too much. All right, I don't believe in the overcome aggressive sales. I'm like, you missing out on this one. Where are we at? And again, I don't do that quite often. I don't do that. I don't do, I, that is a rare opportunity that I would do that. Super rare. Once or twice a year that that conversation would happen. Like you mean in the random open at a mall, on a bus stop, at a, at a, at a Quiznos? Super rare that I would even go out of my way to talk to a strange woman. But anyway. Um, shout out to Kaylin says, ladies, a lot of you are overweight. <laughs> Kaylin, Kaylin be trying to, what's going on, Kaylin? He says, a lot of you are overweight like that chick who says she wants a six-figure guy. All of you are in the 80 to 90% of women who want men in the top 10, 20%. You must compete for these men, play ball or go home. Kayla, what are you doing, man? Chill out on these women. Spare them a little bit. I got a couple more. Uh, let's see here. And have a burner phone, ninjas. Get a burner phone. Where are we at here? No government name. Baby Mama Terrace fought me in court to get 85% when our three sons were under the age of eight. Now they are in their late teens. She keeps offering up extra time so she can spend time with their living boyfriend. The manipulation is real. Yep. They're kind of weird. 
They're weirdos like that. Benson Dean says BW standards, BW standards be higher than uh, Biden, Hunter Biden at a Rick James house party while they end up alone in the kitchen hugging themselves, singing Keisha Cole songs. Give them the buzzer. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah, they end up alone, but I, and, and don't feel sorry for them either. Uh, black women inevitably end up alone. 80% of them, if I'm not mistaken. 80% of them end up alone. So I hope they have good families, relatives, and shit like that. But it's a tragedy what happens to them. And it's their own doing, so I don't feel bad. Dark Sound Foundation says, CGL, my way back from getting food. I saw a house on the block with furniture spread all across the front lawn. Rent is due. Your rent's due, my He says, I'm still laid off. Haven't touched my savings yet. I have an interview Monday for a $175,000 a year roll. Pray for me. Shout out to you. Let's get it. Macaroni Tony, recently my G.W. Bush comrade told me there's a difference between what we consider thick. I'm not going to wife a black thick hen, he said. And that thick conversation is absolutely atrocious. Okay. I, I, I think wealthy people inevitably do not marry overweight women. I don't care where the fat is distributed. But it's a tough conversation, I know. Preference is something. El Jefe, the degree to which a man gets hurt during a relationship is the degree which he compromises his principles. Go. Have principles. Chris says, when a, when a fat XX with a mustache can publicly clown you for giving her attention, I see why young men are scared to even talk to women of today. Indeed. We have Trinicia question. How do you get black men off the apps and into a date? I'm the, wait, I'm the one asking questions about themselves and they don't ask me anything. Just the usual, what are you looking for? And answering, chilling, watching movies. What will make y'all actually meet up? Again, I, you guys got to create sense of urgency here. And this is a woman asking the question. Create a sense of urgency. A sense of urgency and also valuing your time does not equal being accessing and answering questions all the time. So you're answering way too many questions to get to know each other, shopping each other by phone. If you're shop, look, let me say something. If you have a business, if you have a business, would you allow somebody to call your business up when most of your customers come to your business to either get a sale or not? Would you allow people to call your business up and be like, hey, how you doing? I'm a stranger across town. You don't see me and my number's blocked. Hey, let me know about your business. How much do you charge for this? How much is that? How much does it cost to fix this? How much it costs to do this? And then would you go back and forth with that person or would you deal with the people in front of you? Deal with the people in front of you. The people on the phone and messaging and dating apps and Instagram, that's all waste of time. All they're doing is shopping you. All they're going to do, they're trying to take the least way to commit trying to string you along, try, oh, I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy. Maybe I'll buy next week. F you, man, come into the store and buy. Mm. I'm not going to go back and forth with you in conversations and then spill my guts, tell you where I grew up, give you my life story, ask you what I want. What are you looking to do? Let's get, man, please. Here's what it is. I literally, if I'm talking to somebody, I want to meet with them in the next few days. That's when you got them. 
You can't sell a car after a person visited a week ago. You got to sell it to them when they're on the lot and within that next day. Once they leave the lot, once they're out in the world, you're almost going to lose the sale 60 to 80% of the time. I need to, I need to get you here. Look, yeah, it's low budget activities. You're going, I got time to message you, but I don't have time to meet you. How does this even make sense? I have time to respond to you. And how does this even make sense? So I'll go, um, guys, if you're on my locals, you're on my locals, you saw me do this. It's immediate. Hey, how you doing? Good to meet you. We're on one accord. You understand? We're not reading between the lines. We know what we want. You want to fuck me. And then, of course, you need, a mon- you need some money. This is what we want. Everybody gets it. We've already moved past all the bullshit and f- fake representation. Now what we need to do is find the time to meet. Are you interested? Yes. Okay, good. How do these two days? Great. All right, this is what you're going to do. I'm available for lunch. Do you like lunch? Yes. All right, good. What side of town do you live on? Okay, you don't want to tell me? That's fine. Meet me here. This is the time. I'll be seated. I'll be seated at 1 o'clock. If you're late, you don't even have to go into this, but I'll be seated at 1 o'clock, and uh, I do have an appointment at 2.30. Ninja. I haven't, dude, do you realize you just kind of gave them direction? That means she can't be late because I have to shut this down at 2.15 or 2 o'clock. I do have an appointment at 2.30, but we're going to meet at 1. That means you can't fool around. Can't, you, I, I got you here. If you can't commit to it, fine. I'll look for another time. Then I'm probably going to treat them with radio silence. For a couple of days until they pop back up. Hi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I did lose track of you. Thank you for reminding me. Things have been a little bit complicated later. Never use the word busy. That's what women use. Things have been a little bit complicated, but I have time. Hey, let's meet on Thursday. So I'm telling you, man, stop t- wasting time with these people. You're wasting too much time, and you're showing that you have no value. Most people don't have the wherewithal to make decisions. And no, not how much. Nope. Never comes up. You guys think, even if it's that situation, that never comes up. You just gave them the leverage. (laughs) Even if they're selling it, you never ask them how much. It's not about what you're going to tell me what you get from me. It's what I'm going to give you. It's, It's just too much, man. I think... This is where people struggle with their jobs. All of this is just negotiation. Read Trump's book. This is negotiation. The art of negotiation. Do you do this on your job in a sales program? You also do this with women and with men. This is just sales. <laughs> no, you don't ask them what. And I don't care what you, what you say your value is. I, I will tell you what I'm going to give you. And then she can say, take it or leave it. Leave it. Okay, bye. What am we wasting time for? Yeah, the art of the deal. Sorry, I said the art of the negotiation. The art of the deal. Jacob says, the JUCO makes me depressed and I need connection advice. Go fall in love with somebody. Go get a fat woman. Go get a fat woman. Go get a fat, short, Latina woman who five foot one and she is tall. She's as wide as she is tall. And she's an introvert, and she wear big bifocal glasses. All right, does that solve your problem? I don't know what to tell you. 
If you're looking to do out here, you got to compete. <laughs> All right, anyway. Shout out to Simon says, great live this morning. Shout out to you. Blue Bagger says, you can hate on BWs all day long, coach. It's okay. God going to bring them a man, indeed. <laughs> God going to bring them a man. They just want their hand held out here. Shout out to you. They going to manifest too. Yeah, go to Guatemala. Go to a third world country. Go to where the women walk with their feet dirty and sandals. And they go, go somewhere. Go somewhere where the woman loves you, man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. He said, that was a sarcastic question. I got you, bro. I got you. All right. <laughs> you know, but I'm saying, but look, if you look at the best with some attractive chicks, man, they ain't there to fix your soul. They ain't there to make you feel good, man. They ain't there. They ain't there to fix you. They're, they're there to get from you. Take their parasites. They're not there for you to, to boost your self-esteem, meaning your self-esteem is in the gutter and you down bad. They not. They not there for that. They there to get entertainment, get fed grapes and grape nuts. They there to get fun, free meals, they belly full, and they insides full or they throat full. They, they, they there. This is what we do. <laughs> what about love? Get you an incredibly plain woman or a woman that hasn't found her value or has lost her value. I'll give you an example, almost at the four-hour amount. A woman that was, wants to love you has either lost her value or doesn't know it yet. For instance, a woman that graduates from high school, this used to be the, the case. Her world was super small. This is before social media. Now it's a little bit different. She graduated high school. All she knows is everybody in her neighborhood. That's it. She might know a couple people at the rival high school. That's a 20-minute drive. That's it. She had no reach, no perceived value, no nothing. Now, social media has kind of changed that landscape a lot. The woman at 18, she hits the ground running. So she doesn't know she's valuable. This also happens when the woman is like the average girl in high school. The young boys don't notice her, but a guy slightly older will be like, boy, I bet you're a heartbreaker. And she's like, little old me? Because that guy's looking for a different woman. Young boys are looking for the hotties and the baddies. The older guy will see that woman legally. She's legal age and be like, oh, man, she'll she'll be a plain Jane. She'll be a nice girl. And he'll be like, I like that. He'll like that. Not because she's young, but because she's a down to earth woman. She don't know her value yet. Then she gets out in the real world and her options start to expand. She goes to college. Her now now people start to notice her. Now the world is growing. Now her value tends to go up. Then as she aged 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, that, then the world's open to her. It's too late. Now, that woman eventually is now going to realize her value is going to go up. Now you're going to try to catch her as she's rising. Ninja, catch on, Ninja. Mm. Now you're going to have to catch her. Same thing as a woman when she declines in age. Typically, she sees her value. She, she wants higher value. But she's seeing it becomes problematic. It's hard to date. And it's hard to get men that don't want more than sex. Then they start saying how hard it is. What's happening is her value is declining, whether she accepts it or not. At that point, she starts to open up possibilities, lower her standards. You can catch them then. She's, she's com coming down. She's coming down off that high. 
and her restrict her her prospects are limited. She might realize that she might not, but she'll say things like it's hard to do this and dating sucks and this and that. She might start saying that. But what's happening is she her options are being limited. So you could catch her right there, too. And then you could catch some love. She'll eventually try to love you. You know what I mean? She'll try to maybe I'll try to love you. But if the woman's skyrocketing attention, value, if that woman way up there, you won't never try to get love from that woman at all. That woman ain't lovable. And she's not capable of love. And either is she even love material. She ain't even love material. She's not looking at it as I'm going to give love to you. She's looking at I'm going to receive love, right? Give me love. Give me love. Shower me. Here, here. Cash at me. Here we go. Venmo. Here. Give me love. Show me stuff. Take me places. Entertain me. Give me, give me. Okay, you ain't going to do it. I'm going to go over here. And most women don't give love either. Okay, so you give good love to me. Women don't love you men. They love what you provide. They're receivers of love. Have you ever, I'm going to say this, we're almost done. A woman that says, I'm capable of love, coach. I love love. Love is everything. Love solves everything. Now, that same woman, I say, okay, good. Give me love. Wait a minute. What do you mean, give me love? Give me love. You're so good at it. Love is the answer. Give it to me. I'm going to just sit right here while you love on me. I ain't going to do a damn thing. She going to switch it up real quick. She going to turn that love into a transaction. Wait a minute. You ain't taking me out to no restaurant. You ain't taking me out to entertain me. You ain't said nothing to me. You ain't done nothing for me. You ain't paid no bills or no rent. You be, Oh, okay, wait. I thought you said you were good at love. Now... Now you're requiring stuff of me. Now I have to love based on giving something to you. Is this really love? No. Now she's going to quit pro quo love. You give me the love first. So now I got to give her love, show her love, show her trust, be trustworthy. Then she's going to give me love back. So ask yourself that. What is that really? Sounds like a transaction to me. Sound like love. Sounds like she's loving me because I love her back. Or at least I'm extending some sort of something up front. An olive branch, love, commitment, bill pay. Now all of a sudden, there's something I like about you. Of course you do. Because now I done bailed you out. Now you can see me as a resource. Now you give me love back based on what I give up front. Now... You're receiving love, and that's what's motivating you. They're the receivers. They're the receivers of love. This is why they're excited about it. It's like a kid on Christmas. On Christmas morning, kids wake up. I love Christmas. I love Santa Claus. Christmas is my favorite holiday. Now, how many parents that you see walk around and wake up like that as Christmas is approaching? They like, oh, shit. Damn. All right, give me the Christmas list, what they want. All right. Now, some, women, some parents don't care. They, they, they give, give, give. 
Oh, damn, this is list. Oh, shit, was he good or bad? Does he deserve a lump of coal? Because we are the givers of Christmas. We give Christmas to people. It ain't the most exciting thing. It's the best part of Christmas, but it ain't the most exciting thing. It's the receiver of the Christmas presents that can't wait. They be can't, They can't go to sleep. They can't wait to wake up. That's like women. They can't wait to fall in love. They can't wait to find somebody that loves them because they get the get. They get the get. I'm going to get this when I fall in love. I'm going to get that, and I'm going to get this, and then I'm going to get that. <laughs> They're not looking to fall. I'm going to fall in love so I can heap all my love onto a man. Never happens. I ain't never, I ain't heard one woman say that. I can't wait to show a man how much I love him. When, when would you hear that? Mm. When have you ever heard that? Never. <laughs> All right. They're on the receiving end. That's why they're excited about it. That's why they never give up. It's like scratching a lottery ticket. They'll keep playing till they find the one. Keep playing. They'll be 50 years old. I'm going to just wait. I'm going to wait. Why? Because they get a whole bunch of shit. They get attention, money, time, dates, uh, concert tickets. They get, they, get, they, get, they get a support system. They get a financial backer. They, if they luck out, they win. Mm. Now, if we luck out and find a woman that we fall in love with, guess what? I'm rich, bitch. It's going to cost us. If we luck out and find a woman that we love, Ninja, we got to give up everything about us. Time. We got to do what she got to do. Okay, baby, I love you. We'll do whatever you want to do. You want to go shop at Target? All right. And it costs you $500. You got to eat that shit. <laughs> You're going to cost you an engagement ring, kids, house, car, your career, your decision making. Oh, that sounds like a great thing. Yep. You're going to start paying. And then that ninja going to be like, I'm depressed. It seems like it's very much not a connection. Yep, you fell in love. Lucky you. Now you got to pay for all this shit. Fantastic. Mm. And what did you get at the end of it? Some puss. <laughs> and then you're going to get less of it. I'm just letting you know. You guys got to think about this. Shout out to, uh, uh, I think we're almost done. Who got the lowest standards, by the way? Black men with the runaway. 84%. Followed by... White men with the lower standards or black men overwhelmingly. So that's the stigma that you have to break, unfortunately. Stigma you have to break. Even when you say you have bad bitches, dude, let me just tell you, the majority of the world looks at what you have like garbage. Now, they can be your preference sexually, but guys, people that people have mates that are just sexual. And higher tier men, they have preference mates as well. But they also don't make those preference mates their girlfriends and wives. They ain't even seen in public with these women. <laughs> There's dudes that are wealthy and they got a girl that he has as a concubine. And she got tattoos from her neck all the way down to her toes. And she knows how to treat him. And he gives her a little bit of a gift as an incentive to keep this shit on the low. And he gets his rocks off. His jollies off. He gets his freak on, but he ain't never going to be caught dead in public with this woman. That's a sexual mate. So your sexual preference does not indicate that that's a suitable mate for you. And, and looks matter because looks indicate health. <laughs> right? Anyway, mm. 
So if you say, I picked this slop a lop because this is my preference, just because that's your preference don't mean you need to be seen in public with her. <laughs> that's a sexual preference. Now, who's going to be the best mother for you? Who's going to be the best wife? Who's going to make you look good when you're out in public? Them two different things, ninja. <laughs> so you like fat women. Dude, have you a fat concubine? But being out with her, making you look real desperate out here, you got fetishes as girlfriends. Ninja, you got the game effed up. And I'm trying to teach you what it is. Don't make your fetish your girlfriend. Keep her on the side. <laughs> Ninja, you knocking up your fetish. You skeeting and you knocking up your fetish. Man, stop. That's a fetish. Hey, man, everybody got preferences, but who's going to be the best look for you? That's why everybody's voting the way they voting. I know good and damn well I don't make my fetish or my preference my damn girlfriend, the person that's seen with me out in public. That ain't never going to happen. Not in today's future. And anyway, <laughs> shout out to Jacob says, Coach, just know there's two Jacobs in here, and I'm not the one that sent that monkey sim chat. Free agent is lonely sometimes, but it's, there is no perfect solution. Indeed. All right. JB says your entertainment is priceless. The edutainment is priceless. Free agent lifestyle for life. JB also says just showing some love. Coach gang in this piece. Indeed. And also JC says in high school, my best friend went to prom by himself. He went home by 12 a.m. I took a date, had to rent a car, hotel, flowers, tickets to the amusement park, and you paid, right? That's, the, that's what we're showing you. And then barely got some. Had to beg for a little quickie in the hotel room with five other people standing there trying to get your finger wet. Let's get on. I think we did good for the week. I appreciate the support. Now, let me give you your weekend instructions. Make sure you don't start any fights because you're going to the tank until Monday or Tuesday. Have your bail money ready. If you don't have bail money, stay home. Do not get drunk in public. Do not drink and drive. Wear your condoms with skeezers. Do not book any mastodons on Friday, Saturday night. Do not cancel your plans. Book yourself a vacation. Treat yourself. Go to dinner by yourself or the movies by yourself until you can handle that. Then that means you have value for yourself. That's what it is. And I appreciate the show and the support. It means a lot. Do well for yourself. Oh, by the way, Saturday, tomorrow, we'll have NFL preview college football Saturday on the CGA sports channel Sunday local stream early in the morning money mindset at night shout out to the coach gang peace